You've grown with it. Hey Mo, so stoked to finally be on your show. Um, I've been listening since I was 12, and I'm 22 now. You've cried with it. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't thinking I was gonna cry at this, but I did. And at the heart of it all are the calls. Pinuntahan ko yung girl sa workplace niya. Sinaguyan ko siya ng coffee. Oh my God, you're fucking serious. Yeah, hot coffee, yes. And did you get arrested? Yeah, I, they brought me to the police. The people. Real people. You. Are you sad or frustrated that you've not had a boyfriend? I'm frustrated because I know I'm not ugly. Is it because I'm congested? Isn't that why? You know, here's the problem. You're 5'10 and you like Asian guys. That's a problem. Through the decade, this podcast has united Filipinos all over the world. We'll go to Dubai and talk to Olan, who is on the show. Hi, Olan. In Johannesburg. Toronto, we'll Canada. go to Milan, Italy. Valerie in Los Angeles. We'll go down under to Sydney, Australia. Australia. Germany. Germany. Las Vegas. Mackenzie is in Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Mackenzie. Vienna, Austria. In New York City. You are in Quezon City. Bohol. It's Andy from Crazy Cebu on the program tonight. Some are bigger than life. Leia Salonga. Let's all give a round of applause, guys. Hi, Leia. Thanks for being here. Derek Ramsey on the show. What's up, Derek? Thanks for being here, man. Finally. Finally. Kiefer Ravenna. What's up, Kiefer? What's up? What's up? Hello. Good evening. Kiefer, please welcome the amazing Karen Davila on the show. Hey, oh, Karen, my God. Let's say hi to the beautiful Georgina Wilson. Thanks hi, for being here. Hi, everyone. This podcast is amazing. Many are just everyday people. Of course, the, the usual Netflix and I don't know. Netflix and Tite is the usual. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix and Pilau. All right. GTWM has been the gold standard of Philippine podcasting. Hi, this is Lady Gaga. Good times with Mo, Philippine genius. But it is you that makes this show go. When I had to take part, I had to take over. Welcome to GTWM 2020 with your host, the Philippine genius. DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Monday morning, 18th of May, and you're listening to Good Times and Mo's podcast, season seven, episode number 42, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. My name is Mo. It's nice to have you guys here. The phone number is plus one, two, three, four, two, three, one, six, six hundred. You can get me on Instagram and on Twitter, which is at DJ Mo Twister. The Facebook page is GTWM Podcast. Send me a message, a topic. We can talk about anything. Love, life, sex, whatever's interesting, whatever's going on in your life. Whatever's entertaining for our listeners all around this beautiful world of ours. And speaking of that, all international calls tonight, or this morning, sorry, wherever you are, morning, night. We'll go to Jakarta, Indonesia, San Francisco, USA, Kathmandu, Nepal, London, England. Those are the four places we're making stops today, and I love it. I love the range of all of the different countries that we are going to be addressing people here in just a little bit. Uh, Gosh, we even have couples on the show today. Rarely do we have couples on the podcast. We have two sets of couples uh, and I'll put them at the end of the show as our third and fourth callers. Um, and, yeah, that, that doesn't happen too often. 
So I've been, as many of you have probably as well, shopping for masks, right? Uh, the NBA has fanatic masks for your favorite teams. I bought a New York Knicks one. Not particularly because I'm a Knicks fan, but I guess design-wise, those are the masks that I, I liked the most. couple of baseball ones I bought. We're just, you know, it, it's... It started off as, okay, we got to get the N95 ones, the ones that look like you're in a hospital, and because, well, the world will monetize anything and everything, uh, there are more fashion statement ones now. Some of your favorite clothing brands have made masks, and that is just kind of something you're going to incorporate in your fashion sense. Um, and then I thought, and I'm sure this has crossed your mind a ton, that moving forward, wearing a mask is going to be a big part of our life. The new normal, <laughs> as everybody says. And, well, there's going to be mask-fished, right? Now, there's, we, we have the catfish. This is going to be the mask-fished. You're going to be walking around and like, oh, my God, look at, look at him. Boginamanun. Well, that's because three-fourths four, three of his face is covered. You strike a conversation. You get to a point where you maybe can trust that you're going to pull a mask out because you think he's healthy. And boom! Look at those teeth. Look at those lips. Look at that nose. It's so much bigger than I thought it was. And then boom, he becomes or she becomes 75% less good-looking than you thought when they had the mask on. Yes, we've all thought about it, right? It makes me think, how, how, what are the... Um, Sorry, uh, people in the Middle East, but like, how do you know if a girl or a guy is really good looking? If, say, you know, the females, if they do the whole face covering ones, like if you're part of that, um, I guess, sect or, or region where they do that. If you're a guy, how do you know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's kind of hot. You don't know, right? I mean, unless, are you allowed to see them? I don't, I don't think you are. And then with the guys, how do you know if they're good looking, if they got the long beard and all that facial hair? Sometimes hidden behind all of that hair is a face of a model, but you can't tell because there's so much of it. I wonder how they do it. But that's, what the, that's the reality that we might have now is masks and masks take up at least 50% of your face. So mask fished. It's going to be a thing, man. Promise you that. Uh, let's, let's get to our calls, because I know it's going to be a long show. It will be a long show. I know it. So I want to start early, maybe talk a little less. Honestly, I might not even chat anymore at all between the commercial breaks. Usually I'll talk a little bit after. Maybe we should just go straight into these calls, because this, this is going to be a long episode. So let's get to it. Caller number one, we'll go to Indonesia. Next call. Let's take our first call and go to Indonesia, Jakarta to be specific, and talk to Dominic. Dominic is 24 years old. And he's on the show here tonight. Hey, Dominic, thanks for being on the program. Hey, hi, Mo. Thanks to receiving my calls. So, yeah. So, <laughs> nice um, to be here. Dominic, you are Indonesian Filipino mix, yes? Yes, true. That's true. Yeah, I'm looking at your last name right now, and it sounds almost Thai, though. It, it's, is that a common yeah, I, uh, Thai or Indonesian name? It's actually like derived from uh, is there from like a Hindu name because I I have Balinese ancestry from uh -huh. my father's side so that's that is why. And are are you, do you speak in the Indonesian language? Yeah, I speak in, like uh, I grew up here since I was born, so like I speak more Indonesian than uh, Tagalog actually. <laughs> is that right? Okay, but do you go to the Philippines often or or not not often? 
actually, uh, it used to be like once, at least once a year. Okay, so that's kind of cool. You look very Indonesian. Um, what, what, what do you? Are you? What, what's the? What's the major language? Sorry, what? uh, what's the major religion there? A Muslim? Is it Islam? Oh yeah, yeah. The major uh, religion here is uh, Muslim, but I'm not Muslim. You're not. Okay, got it. Are you? Do you practice any religion or no? Uh, well, actually, I I I practice uh, Hinduism because it's from my father's side. But you know, like most of the time, yeah, I'm just like being very universal about it. Yeah, no, but I like your getup. You know, I'm looking at your photo. I like, I like how you dress. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of a nice little look to it. And I, I wanted to know if it was, you know, derived from any religion or anything like that. Okay, so, yeah. so Dominic, I'm glad to uh, have you here. How long have you listened to the show? Actually, it's been like since the quarantine uh, began, you know, because I, because like, you know, since the quarantine began like uh, two months ago here. Yeah, I I reach out to my cousins in the Philippines, and then you know, like we we talk through through the phones, and he mentioned your podcast right there. Okay, cool. So you have no idea who I am. Well, from what I research, I I guess you are a radio DJ, and then like you own this podcast kind of thing. That's that's what I uh, know. Yeah, that's basically like, it. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Wow. Yeah, right. True. You've done enough research. You no, no need to research any further. Okay. So, Dominic, why uh, why are you here then tonight? And and it's nice to have met you. What's up? Yeah. So I really like listening to your uh, podcast. Like you know, like I just I just like how how these people comfortably you know telling their stories and how you uh, you know like g- giving your thoughts, not being too judgy about it, but right. just you know like sharing what you think. So I I on what I'm. Uh, what's going on through my uh, life right now. I think I, I could share it a bit and, you know, like getting some insights from you. Yeah, no, probably, definitely. I, I'd love to yeah, hear about it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, totally. Fire away. So uh, is, is this a, like a relationship question or, or what? Yeah, this is a relationship-related uh, question. Okay, let's hear it. What do you got? Okay, so, uh, yeah, just like what I've uh, sent to you earlier on through the message. So I've been together with my... Uh, boyfriend, I'm gay by the way. Yeah, one of my boyfriends. It's uh, two and a half years now, and I think it's like uh, one of the longest I've been with a guy. You know, because uh, because like before, like it was just like one st- one stand or just like you know something casual, not not really. You know, uh, what do you call it? Not too, exclusive not too, too to serious. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things so serious. So this is the first time, and it's quite long for me. Okay. Yeah, but then uh, we were uh, we were going out since uh, uh, 2017, and since last year, yeah, um, things things were just like going very dull. It's 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 kind of going down, you know. But lots of things happen, at, uh, and that's I think that's where it all began. Cheating <laughs> sounds like cheating usually. <laughs> it's like I could smell cheating. So when when you say it's starting to go down, is this more the uh, lack of excitement, lack of sex, lack of communication, lack of laughter? Like what what what? Where are the? Where's the decline coming from? Yeah, at first it just it just a uh, lack of uh, the intimacy, you know, the physical intimacy, especially yeah. the sex, because. Uh, starting last year, I started getting uh, working on a job because okay. I just graduated on December 2018. Sure. And, you know, I was, like, very busy uh, during, like, like my f- 
several first first several months of my job you know like i have commute to the city like every day uh get up to uh get home like not not that late but you know i already got um, i got re- really exhausted yeah I big life and, yeah you know, totally lifestyle change and and a job yeah. can totally do that yeah and uh, we live in the same city but uh, we don't live together so that's why uh, we don't really have like much time like, to see each other during the weekdays but during the weekends i was just like taking it for a rest but still need to see him so things were just like going uh you know the intimacy were just like going pale and then uh things were just being like a, a, a routine that is just there but not yeah. really come from the heart you know yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah so that's the first uh, I, I would say that's the first uh quote-unquote sign of the you know like the uh, that our relationship were going down. And this, you said this is last year, so like what, mid mid last year, late last year? When did you really start to see the intimacy tail off? It, it was like earlier last year, like uh, February 2019. Okay, so, yeah, so oh, a, a, a true year ago. Okay, and then uh, jumping to now, I mean, has it gotten worse or, or what? It's just, it's getting a little bit better, but uh, but it just so many things happens on my side without him knowing about it. And th- and uh, is that cheating? <laughs> it's a- That's what I'm about to discuss uh, okay. as yeah. we go through the story. All right, so, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, so continuing from that storm, from what, what was happening, like it started like we, you know, like we didn't see that frequent. We we lost the intimacy, we lost the sex. And then, you know, like I got very uncomfortable with my body because I gained a lot of, wait you know during like my early days and my at my work because like you know like go home at go home at night stress eating something like that you know like i i lost my confidence you know in yeah. a way so like just to initiate the you know the sexual things i just didn't feel like it i didn't feel like it okay though he actually like he he said to me like uh it's okay actually it's okay uh i, I like you for what you are you don't have to be feeling that way but it just like came strongly for me you know like the uh feeling not confident about myself so like i uh didn't initiate much of a you know sexual things yeah yeah for four months all right so and 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 those kind of things were over going through from like february to july okay so so like we it was like zero sexual, you know, activities between us. Really? Like for that. months then, huh? No sex for, for months? Yeah. Okay, got there it. There was for months. And then there was once happening in July, but, you know, like, it wasn't, you know, like, the 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 penetration kind of thing, just like, you know, like, the, the blowjob, something like yeah. that. So, yeah, right. Yeah. But... Half body, as uh, K. Brosas would say. So let's let's then... Let's then jump to now, though. Um, what you said it's gotten better. How has it gotten better? Yeah, so actually, like you know, I, I kind of like gained my confidence over my body again. Like yeah, I sta- I started dieting. I started working out. You know, uh, getting my confidence back. You know, like trying to you know like like uh, let's work on our relationship again. Like let's get, let's get back the intimacy that we, we lost okay you know so like it, it it happens but then 
but then like uh, earlier this year, I I openly asked him like, can I just can I just uh, you know like download the dating app uh, just to see around because he already there in the first place. But but he was also open to me, so like I was like, is it okay for me to <clears throat> you know? So wait a minute, wait, 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 Dominic, you, your boyfriend was on a dating app when you, so you allowed him to get, say, Tinder or whatever, I don't know what the equivalent there in Jakarta is, if it's Jakarta Tinder, then fine, he's on Jakarta Tinder the entire time that you guys are on the rocks, he's, he's on a dating app, is he, is he meeting up with other guys? Yeah, so actually like, uh, and he was there uh, even before, uh, even before the, even before, even from 2018, I guess. I mean, he was there like on and off. Like he installed the app and then he uninstalled it, and then like several months he installed it again. But he all he always uh, you know uh, asked me like whether he uh, can uh, download the apps or not. And he was and he he said that it was only just for me like looking around like who's who's there. You know, are there like new friends of mine like who secretly and you, you believe know, that you, you believe that that was that was I what kind he of was like, doing you know it was like a blind faith you know <laughs> so okay so like <laughs> yeah that's that's because, a lot of faith so so yeah. wait, wait wait a minute you, he's he's been on jakarta grinder and yeah. you <laughs> then ask him if you can do it too is that what you said yes true and what did he say and he was like, "All right, it's okay. I mean, like that's what I do, so go for it." Okay, wow. All right. And are you jealous though of when other guys, if he likes other guys, are you the jealous type? Sorry, uh, what, what was it again? Are Are you the jealous type? Like, do you get jealous if you see him with other guys or talking to about other guys or? Mm, I'm not really that kind of uh, that kind of uh, person actually. But I'm as long as he, uh, you know, being open to me, like. Uh, and hey, you know what, uh, Dom? I met this guy, and then he's interesting. But yeah, but that's he it. actually uh, wait. Hold on, Dom. He actually goes and sees them. Uh, actually, uh, for, fortunately, he he didn't see much. I mean, like he matched with several people, but like there's only like one person that he really talked to and finally meet after several months of uh, chatting. So did they I bang? Guess that's acceptable. Did they bang? I, did they have sex? Uh, I actually I never really asked, but he I, I asked him, but and he he told me that there was just like um, um going out for a movie when I was like you know at work, so that was it. And I was Jesus. like, Jesus, <laughs> did you smell his dick to see if that was true? Well, looking from what these guys look like, I mean, uh, they could we call it you know like when two gays are best friends, we call we call it uh, sisters. So ah, I guess, okay, yeah, so he, yeah, yeah, so guess, not his I guess type. That, yeah, he's just his sisters, but yeah, yeah. Sure. All right. So you download the app, and then do you find a guy there or what? Yeah, actually, like it's it's been like uh, past years since the last time I used dating apps. So like like there there were like lots of new people, like and and the platform was also like it was like a new user interface, very like easy to use, very like so many filters. Yeah, you can use to find the person you'd like to talk to and yeah i talked to several guys and it was really and it was really interesting for me because you know the, you know because my relationship with my boyfriend was really dull for almost a year and then like suddenly there's this one there's this several person who you know like initiate like 
interesting topics. You know, like, it doesn't have to be sexual, but something that stimulates your mind. It's just right, very right, exciting right. for me. Right. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. So I started like to talk to these guys, uh, but uh, but uh, I I didn't tell those guys that I already have a boyfriend. Like, I just like it, and I was single. But I wasn't initiating anything sexual or anything romantic. But yeah, I just just wanted to have somebody to talk to. That's how it always starts, though, and then it becomes. Yeah, then it be- then, yeah like, I mean, you're talking, and then it, before you know it, there is a dick in your mouth. Yeah, it's true, actually. Like, and suddenly, like, you just things just get really comfortable with these guys, and then, and then, like, yeah, I started to like talking to these guys behind his back, you know. Like, you know, like whenever, whenever we meet, I always, uh, you know, like mute the conversations or hide right. the chat, right. something right. like that. Okay, so, so Dom, what's the question then? So, uh, actually, the, uh, uh, the problem arises to a point where, you know, where I started to consider, consider of breaking, breaking up with my boyfriend. Like, yeah. should I break up with him? But then when I, when I like see it again, you know, comparing between my boyfriend and these guys from the from the dating app, I think like at the end of the day, uh, somehow the one I feel like I'm I'm comfortable I comfortable opening up myself is to my boyfriend. But then what we have is just like very dull. Like you know, like we talk daily, but that's just like an a routine. Like not not something genuinely come from the heart. Okay, so l- know, l- let, me, let me ask you this, Tom. How many times have you cheated on him? Meaning, how many times have you either made out, sucked another man's dick, fucked another guy, any kind of physical intimacy with another person that you met on the app? How many times have you done that in the past year? Uh, sorry, uh, can I say it again? How many guys have you fucked in the past year that are not your boyfriend? Uh, during my relationship with him, or just like just in uh, in general. Let's okay. Let's start both. Let's just say in the past year, how many guys have you fucked without your boyfriend knowing? Uh, I guess it's is more than five or six. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But then you know those things are uh, I I stopped doing that since uh, you know our relationship started but then yeah it yeah it going going on this way when's the last time you fucked some other guy a different guy what i mean because it's 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 may now mid-may when was the last time you banged another dude the last time it was uh around february okay right before covid shut down coronavirus Uh, sorry right before the coronavirus took over yeah, that's, yeah. that's just like like uh, two weeks before the COVID like took over. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, what's the question then here? Yeah, like should I? I don't know what, whether should I, you know, like continue rebuild like rebuild my relationship with him once again because we already like have this talk, but it, it just you know like don't go anywhere, or should I just like you know uh, pass it, uh, get over with it, and then you know studying. Uh, broke up with my break up with my boyfriend and then yeah. just you know yeah. well let me ask you one quick question are you in love with your boyfriend yeah as as far as I can say to myself I'm in love I'm, I'm in love with him okay the feeling is still there okay because my answer really there's nothing about what you told me 
Dominic, that tells me that you should stay in this relationship? Nothing. Except for the fact that when I asked you if you're still in love with him, you said yes. The problem, though, with your answer is you're in love with him, but you're also cheating like fucking crazy on your boyfriend. And that tells me that maybe this really isn't love. It's just you're used to it, and it's the longest relationship you've had. And and, and honestly, you're 24 years old, right? Um, yeah. It, it, it just seems like you guys at this point have exhausted everything you can do in this relationship, and there's nothing worth staying for. Uh, it's dull. There's no intimacy. You have found excitement with other men, and now you're fucking other men. Quite a few of them, in fact. Uh, if, yeah. your, if your boyfriend found out that you fucked five guys in the past year... Would he break up with you, you think? You think he would dump you right then and there and he would be betrayed? Oh, uh, about the five day, I thought it was like uh, the guys I fucked before my boyfriend. No, 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 no. Uh, how, many times, how many guys have you fucked while you're with your boyfriend? Oh, okay, so it's one. one. Okay, so you've only cheated on him one time. Yeah, one How time. did you feel about that? So when you fucked that one guy, how did you feel about it after? Did you regret it or was it thrilling? You know, I don't, it's not something I regret actually, but I know it's wrong, but it's not something I regret. Then that tells me, honestly, Dom, that tells me that you, you, you and your boyfriend are, are done. I mean, every aspect of your relationship is either in decline or completely, like completely over. Yeah. And, and at your age, it just doesn't feel like you need to save it. it it's just, I would, I, would way be, I would be so much more supportive of you just thanking your boyfriend for the past two and a half years that you've been together and going, okay, well, hey, you know what? This is the longest relationship I've had. It's been great. I've learned a lot. We've experienced a lot. We could still be friends. We could be sisters. But it's time to move on. I think you know that based on our communication or lack of communication, lack of intimacy, the fact that you're on a dating app, I'm on a dating app looking for interesting people, I shouldn't, be have, I shouldn't have to look for interesting people. I should find that interesting <clears throat> excitement in you and you should find it in me. And the fact that we're not doing that, I think tells us that this relationship is over. And it doesn't have to be scandalous. It doesn't have to be a bad breakup. We can just read the signs. It's obvious. It's so yeah. obvious that this one is over. It, and, and it doesn't have to be bad news. It could be like, Oi, okay to, yung, yung, yung two years natin, this was great. Had a lot of fun. You showed me things I thought I'm not capable of, like being in a long-term relationship. This is long-term. For you, it's long-term. And that's good. It's good that at 24 years old, your longest relationship is two and a half years. That's great, Dominic. It should not be any longer than this, though. You know what it looks like. You know what it tastes like. You know what it feels like to be in a relationship. Great. 
Now let's move on to the next one. Yes, so so you're you're strongly suggesting that just you know like just get over with this one. And, Str- yeah. Strongly suggesting is the lightest way to put it. I am if I could order you to break up with your boyfriend and move on, I would. <laughs> because it's so obvious to me that this relationship has finished. And doesn't have again, and it doesn't mean it's finished badly. It's just finished. You tried for the past year to save it. It's been dull. Intimacy is gone. You guys are already seeing other people. You're, you're, you're already on other dating apps. Okay. It's pretty obvious then that, hey, let's, let's move our separate ways, but we could be friends. And if you're horny, Dominic, maybe one night next month, you can text them and go, hey, you want to come over and fuck one up? And you guys can still yeah. have that about you. And I think you're going to be happier, and I'm 100% certain you're going to thank me for it. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, Dominic, you're going to thank me for it. <laughs> and there's going to be yeah. a re-energized you. You know, like, wow, okay, hey, look at me, I'm single. Yeah, it feels, you know, I feel like I can do shit and, and, and go out there and flirt and be fun and... You know, it, it it's going to re-energize you. I know it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's that's what I feel like when I you know like when I when I was on the dating app earlier this year, and I just feel like energized. You know, like meeting all these people and then yeah. like being. So what does that say, you know? right? That that, yeah. that 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 says that it's time. It's time to move on. Why save it when you're just gonna go back to dull, stale? You're giving effort or you're trying to give an effort for something that really just isn't there anymore. And it's pretty Um, obvious, my God, he's finding people to go movies with and you're finding other guys to interact with. I mean, (laughs) come on. It's obvious, okay? What's, let me ask you a question real quick before we get out of here. What's the gay scene like in Indonesia considering, yeah, I mean, it's a Muslim country. Uh, I know you have a huge population. I think you have a top five population in the world. Uh, so there's a lot of people. And with a lot of people, it means a lot of choices. Yeah. Um, but is, is the LGBTQ community something that's accepted in Jakarta or in all of Indonesia? How is the gay scene over there? Yeah, actually, like in uh, in in where where I live in Jakarta and around it, uh, it's actually people are just like more used to these kind of things. Uh, they're not really accepting it, but they're just like used to this uh, phenomenon, you know. But can you can you Jakarta, can you make out with your boyfriend in front of people on the mall? Of course not. You cannot. Of course not. Okay. Of uh, even like holding hands was considered as something like really taboo, you know, in in the public. Okay, so it has to still be then discreet. Yeah, so I guess, like, you know, like, like you just can't tell, like, if two guys are walking together in a mall, but they don't uh, hold their hands, say, okay, they're gay, they're couples or or whatsoever. But, yeah, we don't do that much. We don't do that uh, openly. And and can you can you dress up in women's clothing? Because I'm looking at your photo, and, 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 you know, again, it's not supposed to mean anything, but you've got a beard, you've got a goatee, you've got, you know, you look like, you know, you look like a macho you know kind of <laughs> indonesian dude do, do you all can, can you can you doll it up if you wanted to 
lipstick, yeah. makeup, any of that, or no? Mm, actually, like there are people who do that, you know, and people just like see it, like, oh, all right. But then, uh, you know, uh, I I think that's just uh, applicable in Jakarta. But outside of uh, what on the provincia, they get like being very judgmental about it, you know. Wow. Okay. But it's not a crime, right? You're not going to get arrested for it. Uh, outside uh, outside of outside of Jakarta, you're not going to get arrested for being gay, right? I mean, it's not like super strict, is it? Yeah, uh, they're like uh, they're like yeah on on several provinces, uh, you, you're not going to be like really arrested arrested, but you know like they're just very very strong with their Muslim culture, you know, on yeah. the provinces outside of Jakarta. But then uh, in in Bali is different. Uh, they are more they are more liberal there. But yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Well, stay safe, man. Stay safe from this virus, and yeah. continue to listen to the show. I, I appreciate that. Uh, and if you got anything else, let me know. But I'll tell you right now, Dom. I think you're gonna be so much happier when you move on from this relationship and get out there as a single guy. You're super, super young, so you should not really endure wasting any of these amazing years of your life on something that isn't that exciting anymore for you. Okay? Yeah, because like at certain point, like I think like you know, I mean, my age is not that. I mean, I'm. I'm on in the middle of twenties, but and I kind of think like, uh, you know, when it comes to relationship, like should I like maintain on what what I have right now, or should I just leave it and start starting over? You know, I'm on that kind of uh, moment right now. Yeah, so, but age yeah. age does matter. At least it matters to me because you should not be trying to salvage uh, relationships that have gone sour or boring when you're in your twenties, your twenties are supposed to be about fun. It's supposed to be about experience. It's supposed to be about, you know, uh, as, as drama free as possible. And if you're already telling me stuff like, yeah, you know, I've lost my confidence in myself and my intimacy with my partner and it's dull. And we feel like we're, we feel more like roommates and not, you know, uh, sexually attracted to each other. I'm already on app. Like that—that that means something. Your age means something to me because now you're wasting the best years of your life on something you shouldn't even save. If you were a lot older, then I would be like, "Oh, okay, yeah. Well, maybe you can try to, you know, if you want to save this, I understand because the partnership is there, the companionship, and all that. But when you're 24 years old, dude, no, you should be having the time of your life." And if it's not, and if you're not having the time of your life right now, get out. Trust me, and you're gonna thank me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Sure. I think I. 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 I, yeah, I have a still sort of landing to it right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, brother. Thanks for the call. And uh, again, yeah. I appreciate you reaching also, out. Yeah. Thank you so much, bro. Stay safe also to you and your and your family. Okay. See you. Ingata. Thanks. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye, Dom. Bye, bye. He's an interesting dude. And you can, and you can tell, it's kind of, you know, it, it sounds like he's Filipino at points, but then it sounds like he's clearly like Indonesian's his first language and the, 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 the cadence of the storytelling and, and all of that just kind of screams like, yeah, hey, no, he grew up there and stuff. And I, I found that to be fascinating. Okay, so we are starting off this uh, episode. It looks like we're going to have all international calls here 
uh, tonight. But we will take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times and the Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 42, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey guys, have you checked out the Sharp Philippines website recently? Man, they have the latest in 4K and ultra-high-definition TV technology, and Sharp offers up-to-the-minute smart technology in a range of sizes to fit your room and entertainment needs. Go beyond smart. Choose brilliant. Sharp's cutting-edge technology delivers breathtaking color and clarity, and it makes it easy to enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and streaming content. Features that take full advantage of ultra-high-definition 4K technology brings you the purest, most vibrant colors, immersive sound, and, of course, easy access to all of your favorite entertainment media. You want to take a close look at that Aquas 4K from Sharp. It really does set such a high bar for image quality and sound. And if you want to go crazy, the Aquas has an 8K, 8K to feast your eyes on. Head over to the Sharp Philippines website now and let's drool over the next TV that we're going to buy together. Choose from a wide range of screen sizes and a variety of ways to find and enjoy your favorite movies and shows. Sharp be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. All right, welcome back to the show. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season seven, episode number 42, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And again, like I said, I am not going to talk in between these calls too much because I want to keep the running time on the show as short as possible. Not not in you know, where we're just kind of going through these calls and it's not making them effective. But if the sweet spot of this program would be kind of that hour 35, 40, that would be kind of ideal. Um, I hate when I go over two hours and I think today is going to do that. So let me try to spree, you know, speed up and breeze right through this as fast as I can. It's tomorrow as well, because uh, I'm looking at the lineup for these calls and they look they look heavy. So let's get to it. Here we go. Second call. Next call. All right. Let's take our call from San Francisco here and talk to Jason. Jason's 40. Now, this is going to be laughable, OK, because Jason... <laughs> This is the second time we're doing this call. And just to be 100% transparent with everybody, um, we, we just got off the phone. Honestly, we'll have five minutes, right? And we talked for what could have been 30 minutes. And then you got fucking... To be exact. Yeah, 33 minutes, dude. That was a long call. And the fucking call got erased. So I pressed, so I said goodbye, thanks for the call, taking a commercial break. When we come back, more of the show. I did that. And then I hit the space bar, which pauses it. And then when I went to save it on the, on the desktop, the fucking um, program, GarageBand, quit unexpectedly and crashed. And I didn't get to save it. So I messaged you back, and I'm like, Jason, can we do it again? The problem with doing this again was the first call was so passionate I know, it's I am, so man. tense. I almost cried, bro. I know, it was such a good call. And then now, there's just no way we can do that again. There's no way we can replicate that again. I know. So I'll try my best to act. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, Jason, acting, acting, because it was, it was a good call. It was Thank a you, good man, call, and I'll it was try. tense. 
That's what it was. I was like, I was, I was the edge of my seat at, at every word, and then po chana wala. Okay, so let's let's just do the fast version again because obviously it's hard to replicate the entire thing. Um, Jason, you're calling me. You reached out to me yesterday. Again, you're from San Francisco. You mm-hmm. reached out to me yesterday based on a question that I threw out there on episode number 41, which was the last episode. And I said, what was the most scandalous way you caught your spouse or your partner cheating via cell phone? Mm -hmm. Because cell phone is really the predominant way most people catch their partner fucking around, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to fill out the blanks just to kind of speed this whole call up because, yeah, the last one was, whew, it was tense. Um, (laughs) You were saying... That you listen to the show pretty religiously. You even listen to the radio show, which I want to thank you, by the way. Yes. Uh, even if yep. you're in San Francisco. And you said all of the things that we talk about here in the podcast when it comes to cheating, these are things, these were clues, yep. and these were things that were actually happening to you and your wife. Yep. Ex-wife. Oh, ex-wife. That's right. Oh, yeah. Well, good. Good. Right. So. Um, everything from the new job, new position. Mm-hmm. Even even the lines of like kumain kanaba on the cell phone, all of those things that yeah. we make fun of throughout this entire time here on the podcast, almost every single detail of that actually happened to you and your wife, mm-hmm. ex-wife. So, so a quick backstory, you know, for the listeners. Yeah. Um, um, I I'm with this um, girl for like from 2007 uh, to 2008, just a year. You know, I met her in the Philippines. Um. Uh, I went back to the Philippines to study and play college ball. Yeah. Um, I stayed there from 2003 to 2007. I mean, 2008. Okay. And then she was like my last girlfriend before I went back home. So Back home um, for you is the U.S. Back usually home when for we me say, now is the U.S. Yeah, usually when no, we say back I, home, I, it means back to the Philippines. So before you went back to the U.S., Shayun yes. Pira Girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, I grew up in the Philippines, moved here when I was 18. So, um, 98 to like 2003, that was my plan, you know. Um, uh, just get my U.S. citizenship, go back to the Philippines, play ball, study college, and all that. That didn't work out for me, you know. But I played on some Division two college ball. And then I, I was crazy with girls back in the day, you know. Like, I don't know. Hey, you're care. a baller. Like, yeah, yeah, the baller life, you yeah, know, as they baller, say. That's, that's a baller but, shit, right? So you yeah. you got married, you have a kid, uh, and in and, and the reason why I'm telling the story now is because we I just got off the phone with you. But in December of 2017, uh, uh-huh. you f- and you were very precise on the date, December 17, one week, just about one week before Christmas, yeah. you and your wife were at home. You were planning to have sex, in fact. Um, yep. The relationship. Can I tell of, the story? Yeah, yeah. Quick? The relationship was a little rocky. Yeah, <laughs> you go ahead. Know the story. Yeah, I know the story. Go ahead. So, same stuff happening. So, you know, she she said that she had a meeting that morning. I have to drop off my kid to school. I gotta go to work. So, um, and then after that, um, you know, the usual. And then she got home like around. It, it, it's late, you know, like around eight something. She said that they. They had dinner or something after work, blah, 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 after the meeting. And then, you know, that was like our schedule, you know, to have, we haven't had sex. Like, it's not the same as before when we were younger. Yeah. Like, this was once a month or once in every two months or something. Okay. I don't even remember, man. So the the sexual shit, too. 
Um, and then she said, okay, um, patulogin mo na yung anak natin. Um, and then I'll be ready. I'll just take a shower, right? And then she was taking a shower. And then fucking she left her phone next to me as she was charging her phone. Um, I saw a message. It keeps on. It, it was a, a message from alert. Right, meaning and meaning then, you don't you only see that there's a message, but you don't actually see the first two lines yes. like you do on many say iPhones. You'll see a, a line or two, but she turned that shit off. She turned that shit off. I don't know how she did it. But oh, it's easy. Yeah, you just go to the settings. Yeah. You just to remove banner and all of that stuff. That's typical. A lot of cheaters do this. If it's okay. not if it's not the alert you take off, so the the you can't see the message. Well, a very very typical cheater move is to keep the phone face mm-hmm. down every time you guys are hanging mm-hmm. out. They'll put the phone face down, so you only see the back of the phone. But that's another yeah. classic, uh, fucking be careful red flag. So the alerts are going off. She's in the shower, which is one of the more typical places you catch your spouse or your partner yep. if they're in the shower. phone on the way to work. If they're uh-huh. asleep, falling asleep is another good way. If they're asleep, you take their phone and you read it. Um, these are all typical instances where people catch another person so she's in the shower the alerts are going off and then what yep probably like seven message from alert um i couldn't see the message but i know it keeps on making that beep sound or whatever and then that alert one was miss calling her like twice she takes long showers man so she probably like take, take like 10 to 15 minute showers and then i was waiting for her to be done um i was holding her phone knocking on the door in the bathroom if she's done. And then I was asking her, like, who is this alert? Blah, 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 right? And then she was saying that that's just an iOS update, which is total <laughs> bullshit, right? Right. And then I told her, how can I fucking iOS update, you know, miss call you from your phone? So she was like, nah, she was yelling at me. She's all, She always do this shit when she has no answer when with her sh- cheating ways, man. She's always get mad at me trying to fucking reverse psychology me you know that's that's really t- sorry to cut you that's really typical though people who seem to be guilty of something when you ask them about yep. what they're guilty about they get very defensive and then they become yep. aggressive right it's yep. like or or if you if you kind of question them about something biglang magagalit you got to be careful because that is very often a defense mechanism for something exactly. that in fact they're exactly, doing bro. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, so she gets mad at you for asking about her phone. That's because her phone's yeah. got some shit. Yeah, yeah, she's like, you don't fucking trust me. She was cursing. She treats me like shit, man, because she makes more money than me now that, you know, uh, remember I told you about she got a new job? Yeah. Like, like when, when you say before that when you partner or your wife get a new job, you, you better be careful. You know, so, some crazy shit yeah. might happen. Yep. You know, she might yep. be start cheating on you and shit so that shit happened in my life you know it was fucking real so um and she was, was banging like a, she was she banging a co-worker was it a co-worker that she was fucking she is yeah nice it, it, okay. i found out at the end it was a co-worker okay so so um, but, but let's get back to the moment since that's the question so you you ask her to open the phone she says no uh you don't no. trust me she gets mad at you and then what and then I was following her around, right? She was combing her hair after the shower, and then she went to the bathroom. And then she 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 just says that you don't trust me. What what would you want to see my phone? It's my fucking privacy, right? And then I was like, Nah, if you're not hiding anything, you have to show me this shit, you know? Because she's been cheating with me before. But remember, I told you the whole story, like 
this not happen once, you know? Yeah, I forgive yeah. her a lot of times. I uh, went out of the house and then go back to the house because of my son. I need to take care of my son, right? Right, right. And then she was like, no, you, you got to trust me, blah, blah, blah. And then she's fucking stupid, man. Uh, we were like in the bed. I was just staring at her, sitting down, staring at her. And then she's like, this is for like a, a, an hour and a half or something, close to two hours. And then she, I just fucking play with her phone, type in a six passcode, right? Yeah. Which is... Her, she's fucking stupid, man. Which was her fucking birthday, man. <laughs> so I opened the phone and then I was like, voila, I uh, made that sound, right? And then run to the fucking, run downstairs. She was fucking grabbing my hand. And then this That's is it. You know it. You know it. It's, it's just a matter of time at that point. It's a matter of time. She was crying, man. And yeah, then she yeah. knows that I just fucking recovered because I just fucking tore my ACL two months ago. Okay. So I did the fucking surgery and all that. I was fucking trying to run downstairs, go to my car with her phone, right? And then fucking drive away, went to the park. There's a park close by in our house. Fucking, so this is the thing, right? <laughs> I'm building this shit up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the first message was, um, I opened the fucking text messages to the alert, right? I clicked the alert and it says she was messaging alert, right? Like, Right. The that classic the line. line. The classic <laughs> starter, cheater starter line is kumain kanaba. By the way, they don't give a fuck about you eating. That's just the icebreaker. That's and it, it's kumain kanaba. Let's talk about dick. Like that's that's just kumain kanaba is the introduction. That's once upon a time for cheaters. That's what that means. They don't give a exactly. fuck about your eating. Right. Okay. Exactly. No, that the reason why I messaged you because that was that, that was the shit that you said last episode. Like yeah. You know, the was like the, the the message that fucking crashed you, right? Like that was the first that was the first line was kumain kanaba. Right, and then right. after that it's gonna be fucking sexual, man. Okay, so what happened? <laughs> kumain kanaba and then what? Kumain kanaba and then he said, um oh, oh may adobo dito, um oh ba I think he calls her ba. I think okay. they have yeah, a that, fucking that, actual yeah, relationship. Pet, pet pet name, yeah. Yeah. Yes, um ba or babe or whatever. So that thanks ba and then her next line was um buti naman at um buti naman at kumain ka na at nakabawi ka to sa three rounds natin nice that's what she said and then the guy said at the end um oh naman uh this should crash me man. i mean i mean i was fucked up after this and then the guy said oh naman ang sarap kasi ng pussy mo Dude. And then the next line was, oh, okay, I'll message you later. I'm just going to take a shower real quick, and then I'll message you right before I sleep or something. And again, that night, your wife also messaged you or talked to you saying that you guys were going to have sex that night. Yes. So she fucked yes, that dude after three, three rounds. She bro. fucked that dude three times, and then she was going to have sex with you that night for the first time after two months or one month or whatever the fuck it was. Uh-huh. Damn. Yep. So... Okay, so this is the obviously obviously this is the big reveal, right? This is the shock moment. What do you do mm-hmm. though from here? Do you go there? Um, I know in the U.S. you can't just call the guy and fuck yes. him up. You can't go to his house and beat the shit no. out of him. It's the U.S. You get you go to jail for some of that stuff, right? So that's the problem I think with um, with countries like yes. ours. It's a good country, high quality, but you can't fuck people up if they do yeah, something I, like I that. Yeah, I told you, man, if this should happen in the Philippines, that dude might be dead right now, man. I yeah. can fucking call some of my buddies, man. I believe it. I believe it. And and From yeah, here in the US, you can't you can't even put you can't lay a finger on the guy. So, yes. you go home, 
I know you said ex-wife. So is th- was this the last straw? Was this the divorce moment? It is. Yeah, that's the only thing. Um, I need to like see like a real message because before it was just like um, you know one of our coworkers asking me if that's your co if your wife is this girl blah blah blah. But I never reply, right? And then one of my friends saw her. Um, I have a photo, and then she's saying that um, that's just a friend. I'm just meeting up with a friend. This is the only shit that I need to see, like the real actual messages right, right, right. for me to fucking give up on this fucking marriage. The thing right. is, we've been married for like eight years, man. So I can't just give up on, you know, marriage like that because we have a kid. But in my head, like, most of my buddies that are divorced too, they were telling me that you have a life too, man. You can't just think of the family like that. You need to move on from this. So what I did, I went back home, fucking, you know, fucking tell her that my last words was like, I throw her the phone, right? Yeah. In the bed. Yeah. And then my, my son woke up and then she was like, oh, what is what's happening, daddy, blah, blah, blah. And then I told him that I'm going to leave now, right? But I'm going to visit you, blah, blah, blah. And then I told her, like, na in Tagalog, right? Na putang ina mo, like, poko ka talaga. Like, hindi, hindi ako makapaniwala na paano mo nagagawa na, like, um, um, after mo makapag-sex sa iba, uwi ka sa amin, ka mo kami na anak mo. Yeah, that was dude. like my last words. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's crazy. The crazy that's, me that's, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, and it should. Come home, kiss your son on the face. Yes. Ten minutes prior, probably had a dick in your mouth. Like, that's that, what that, I told that, her. That's like, fucking crazy. Fucking heartless, man. I don't yeah. know how, how you do it, man. I, I, I can't do it. So you then, uh, you leave, divorce, all of it. By the way, can I give you a round of applause? Awesome that you did that. Yes, there were a lot of signs prior and maybe enough for you to have left before. But, it's enough. But yeah, but yeah. this is this was obviously the, 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 the major... For me, it's, this is the turning point. Like, right, right. The I, I really undisputable need to see evidence. A message. Right. Not right. just that, man. I see like um, that dude. I forgot to tell you this story. Like my lad, you know, the one that you erased. That, yeah. That sorry. Um, um, I I look at the like the recent calls. It's mostly alert. He'll call alert before she calls me, and then this alert guy, I. Heard his voice on the, you know, he left a message or something yeah. saying that, oh, naman to ba? Um, like, I love you, ba? all that bullshit. Like, wow. I, I have all the evidence, man. Good, I could have fucking, like, sue her back in that time, but, you know. Like, and I, I think you should have. But at the same time, I get that sometimes the reality is just, it's just so difficult. It's expensive. It's expensive it to is, go through that is, process. Man. Especially right, so. here in the Bay Area, bro. Yeah, I, I believe you. So you leave. Um, you're out of this marriage. It's been a couple of years. Your son, you and your son are good. Yes? Yeah, we are good. Um, you know, like I've said before, like, um, I think my son is loyal to me. Like, he's been telling me stories that now, um, this is like uh, probably like eight months ago when he started telling me that, that that same guy goes to the house now. You know, he even knows that dude's car, where that guy's live or whatever. We drove around this house. It's really close from our place. So, do they have a relationship? Do, do they have a relationship though? This guy and, and your son? Do they talk? I, do they hang out? He said he calls him Kuya. He said I've been I've been asking him if if he ever hurts you, blah blah blah. You better tell me. Yeah. He said that he's trying to be Kuya to him. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I've 
I've never seen the dude, man. I don't even know how he looks. I have his number and his his, his plate number for his car, but I, I I know where he lives. But other than that, I I don't want to know his face or whatever, man. Yeah, plus yeah, up. yeah, it might even just trigger you to fuck his ass up. So yes. so so Jason, let's get to a question though, because I know that this was supposed to be about the topic was supposed to be what's the craziest way you caught your partner cheating via cell phone, but um, we were talking a little bit in the first call that I raised, how it has mm-hmm. affected you now because you have a new girlfriend, that this, yes. this, that this trauma that you had with your wife, ex-wife, yes. actually now carries over into your new relationship. How's that? Yes, uh, quick backstory. She was an ex-girlfriend back in uh, 2004. Okay. Um, you know, uh, she was young that time. She didn't want to give her virginity up, so I just fucking <laughs> left her with another chick. I was stupid, man. <laughs> You're baller. She, I think she was like the right girl for me, man. But right, right. I'm into bitches that time, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love, I just love to fuck, man. You understand that? Yeah, right? no, yeah. You're baller. You're young. young. Yeah, you're young. You're, I'm you're young. early twenties. You want pussy? I get it. Yeah, so I just fucking left her, and then, um, I never had any like, um, I, we never talk anymore and all that, but. 2008 we're still like facebook friends so i start messaging her she never replied you know for like a month or so and then i keep on fucking messaging her she works on a cruise ship so every time that they're in america around america i'll fly over there visit her like san diego hawaii and all that um we're good man um uh i go to the philippines three months stay with her the whole time it's a full relationship. Uh, she's amazing, bro. It's she, a full relationship. It, it, yeah, it is, man. I mean, but the thing is, like, whatever shit happened to me in the past, sometimes I, I keep on thinking that she might cheat on me in the future, right? But yeah. she's very loyal to me, man. She's been, if she if she received, like, a message from my ex-boyfriend, she'll tell me, you know, like, um, she'll, she'll send me, like, screenshots but in my head, she might reply in the future and all that. So I kind of have like trust issues with her, but she's been patient with me. And then she even fucking give her like password and all that in her messenger. Yeah. So yeah. I will see everything, man. And, like, and, and that, that's, that's both a good thing and a bad thing. And you were telling me in the last call as well that she, was, she went through the same thing. She had a she husband. Went, oh, I forgot to tell yeah. you that story. She, she went through the same shit, man. She... She got pregnant by the the husband, and then she, because the husband works on the cruise ship too, but it's a different, you know, cruise line or whatever. Yeah. And then that dude got another chick pregnant when she was like eight months pregnant with their That's daughter. That's fucking traumatizing, right? It is. So, 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 so yes. Yeah, so it's in these moments, and again, we've said this in the show for for years, that you want to be careful not to punish your current partner for the sins of your past partner right that's something we say a lot on the show and it's easy Mm -hmm. to do that and i think it's very human to do that because when you get when you get cheated on especially in a relationship like you had where you're it's a family and you've got a son and all of that stuff together Mm -hmm. it can Mm -hmm. really fuck you up man it can traumatize you big time and it'll it can it can crush your self-esteem your your confidence all of it yes that when you get into the new relationship you almost treat your new partner in as a cheater, even though they are not cheating on you because you're trying to protect yourself. Yes. Uh, and the problem yes. is you'll end up driving that person away. Now, what's good about with you and your girlfriend is that she went through the same thing. 
And because she went through the same thing, she probably can understand what that hurt looks like and feels like and the exactly. effects and the effects of that hurt and then be more patient with you. But Jason, obviously patience has a limit and mm -hmm. I just don't want you to ruin something good. Exactly. Yeah. Because your wife was so bad. Yep. She was telling me too that um um when I say shit about like about um you know somebody what someone was like texting her or whatever yeah. like a coworker I will say you know, like, you know, she she would tell me that I'm I'm not your why are you always jealous at this? This is just a coworker asking about this, blah, 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 right? And then she'll say, I'm not your I'm not your ex-wife, man. Why are you why are you comparing me to her? She always say that to me, you know. I, I would reply with something, I'm not comparing you with her. I'm just I'm just trying to protect myself because of the traumatic experience. Exactly. Even though yeah. If, listen, if she was never cheated on herself, she could label you as a controlling boyfriend exactly. and all of that. But I think what's good about the both of you is she knows what she knows what this is. Yun lang, yeah. Jason, is you can't continue to do it. Because sayang. Sayang, you'll end up losing the girl. Um, I know. She's probably more patient than the average girl because of her experience. But you need to, again move on from your the hurt that your wife or ex-wife brought into your life so you don't ruin a better girl. And she sounds like a better girl. She sounds like a much better girl than your wife. She is, man. And yeah. that's awesome. Don't don't so if she if she is a better girl than your wife, then treat her better and trust her better than you yeah, your, your ex-wife. Yeah. She's more of like a like she you know, she's the breadwinner of the family. Yeah. You know all that, but I know she is she is way better than her. Good, good. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to know her, even though we're we're fucking like long distance, man. It's like nonstop. I mean, I just message her right now, like that. I'm in the podcast, blah blah blah. After you, after the call, you know. Oh, good. I'm glad she, she'll like hear this. It's like nonstop, bro. Good, good. Nonstop FaceTime and all that, you know. Awesome. All I right. really want to make this work. Yeah, and I and I want you to. I, that's why it's it's unfair that. People get so broken by other people's actions. Yeah. In this case, you. It is unfair that you're broken. But while while you're able to pick yourself up, and even if you're going to have trust issues, guess what? What you've brought back into your life is so much more than what you had, and that's good. So when, when, my, my point is this. I'm sure you, don't, you didn't want to what you experienced with your wife to happen. Obviously, you didn't want that at the time. Why would anybody want that? But look where it's gotten you. It's gotten you to a place where you're now in a relationship with a much better person. Um, even though yeah. there's going to be trust issues, that's going to go in, in time. You'll, you'll learn to kind of be better at that. Your relationship with your son is probably better. Um, yes. And then you're, you have now the opportunity to be the happiest you've been in maybe the past 10 happy. years. Yeah. Right? So I am happy, there's a lot of good things to come, even though it started from a traumatic um, place. And mm -hmm. don't relive that trauma with your current relationship because you're happier now anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm starting to be a better man. You know, this is just like the first year. 
Thank God she's fucking patient with me. And yeah. the thing is, I was supposed to go on vacation too last Feb on my birthday. It's just, you know, the COVID shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, th- well, Jason, thanks for the call. Thanks for opening up. It was. I'm sorry that we had to do this two times because <laughs> I'm not. F- I'm not as fucking passionate. Yeah, as Yeah, the first one that I got was like intense, but you know what? It's still one I think a lot of people can learn from, and that's I guess ultimately the the most important part in the in a show like this is to tell your story and have it affect other people. And I think even this round two of our call is going to be able to do that. So you have my number. Let's keep in touch. You seem like a really cool guy. Um, Thank you, sir. And, Thank you. And let's, yeah, no, let, th- thanks for being here. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, brother. I wish I was more passionate. Again, no, no, you're fine. Like I can't do the first call. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Thanks, brother. Have a good one. You too, man. Right, have again. a good day. Right, bye. 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 Uh, yeah, so that's one of the answers for the question I posted last episode, which is what's the most scandalous message you received when you found out your partner was cheating on you? I think there's a thread on Reddit that you guys can put your um, answers as well. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times from the Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 41, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. GTWN is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back on the show, you are listening to Good Times and Mo the Podcast, Season 7, Episode Number 42, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, get on our Reddit thread. We have a GTWM Reddit page. It's GTWM. Sorry, it's reddit.com slash r slash GTWM podcast. A lot of our listeners are there. I think we've got like 1,800 subscribers, if that's what they're called, or people who are um, involved with the page, listeners who talk about the show and topics and the episodes head over there and let's interact it's be great to hear from all of you guys again it's reddit.com slash r slash gtwm podcast let's take our third caller and we're gonna go with the couples now right these next two calls are gonna be couples and here's our third call next call let's talk to neil who's 29 and ruth his girlfriend who's 29 both of them are in kathmandu nepal and uh, they're on the show. Hey Neil, hey Ka- hey Ruth. hey Neil, hey Ruth, what's going on? Thanks for being here. <laughs> All right, well, thank Hello. you for uh, <laughs> thank you for being here in your show tonight. Well, no, thanks for having me to be a part of your whatever the hell you guys are doing over there in Nepal, which I'm sure we're going to get to in a sec. Before we get to anything, though, there are countries out there. I think it's Venezuela. I think a certain part of Australia and. Nepal or Kathmandu specifically, that when it comes to the time zone, it's not measured in whole hours. Like there's minutes yeah. difference, which is really fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it drives me crazy, but in a good way because it's so unique. And well, what am I talking about? So just quickly here, it's seven, say it's 7 a.m. in my part of the world. It then means it's like 8.45 in, in, in Kathmandu, which yep. is... <laughs> fucking confusing and and (laughs) can drive you crazy but i love the 
I love the no fuck the rest of the world. We'll do it our way. You know, <laughs> give a shit about them. So there's a difference not in whole hours. It's minutes. And I think Venezuela yeah. has a thirty minute difference. And I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure there's a place in Australia that does 30 minutes as well compared to the rest of the world as a big F you to those who invented <laughs> the concept of I know of India time. does it as well. Does India do it? Yeah, there, there, there's a handful yeah. out there in the world. And it'll, <laughs> I love it. But see, what's great about Kathleen is it's 45 minutes. It's not half an hour. It's 45 <laughs> minutes. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So, Neil, Ruth, thanks for being here. Let's start with, uh, I, did I get this right? You guys are a couple, yes? Yep. Yeah. And you are not living in Nepal, but you've been there throughout <laughs> this quarantine. Tell, tell me why you're there, how this happened. Uh, yeah. yeah, we started uh, traveling first of uh, December. Yeah. But okay. we left Sher- we left Shargao, I guess, like mid of. 20th of November, yeah. Yeah, something like that. We decided to go back in Manila just to see my family, friends. Yep. And yep. So this is your uh, thing, you travel. That's like one of those people on, like, are you a YouTube vlogger or, or you guys? Uh, we're not. <laughs> we wish. We're, you should. We, been, we were living in Chagao since April last year. Yeah. Okay. And then we were like, cool, let's maybe go and live in New Zealand for a while. But we thought before doing that, we may as well go traveling. So we're like, cool, let's go to India. We did three months there. Then wow, we're like, cool. really? Yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> India is very interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah not, I guess in Filipinos, especially Filipinos, they, they don't have enough uh, information about India. Yeah, well, we only know the five six thing. I mean, yeah. that's that's our, yeah, that's our Indian uh, experience, right? So you were in India three months, and then you decided to go to Nepal, but then COVID happened. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We like we it was not really too serious when we got to Nepal, and then within about a week of getting here, things yeah. just went crazy, and we're like, oh, it'll be nothing, you yeah. know, two weeks, and we'll go traveling again. And- right, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and and this traveling thing is this is this what you guys do regularly, or was this kind of a one time, big time? Let's let's go nuts. Let's spend a shitload of money and travel the world, or is this really part of who you guys are? Uh, I don't know. For me, based on my experience as Filipino, I guess like it's not really a thing. You hadn't done much traveling. Yeah. Most of actually, most of my friends in Manila. They don't know the, the the meaning or the importance of traveling. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, yeah. And then when I met Ruth, so... And then living in Shargao at the same time. Uh, are you from Shargao or you were working there? Because obviously Shargao is like the hot place to be now and there's tons uh, of jobs. Like, are you really from there? No, no. Actually, I was uh, working and living in Manila before. My parents are originally from Valenzuela okay. City. Yeah. And then I spent so much time in... Uh, uh, Manila corporate life, so I know everything. Yeah. And they, like, uh, I don't know, maybe like five, six years ago, I decided to move in Shergao because I want to have a simple life. So you did the Andy Eigenman thing. You did the, yeah. I'm going to move to Shargao because I want to get the fuck out of the city. Yes. And I'm gonna I did live. everything. Right. And I'm going to catch my own food and I'm going to walk around, you know, scantily clad. Yeah. And I'm never going <laughs> to shave and I'll shower <laughs> once a week. <laughs> Like grow the hair. Who cares? Nobody knows. And then that time, I remember my mom, my dad. When I told them that I'm moving in Shergao, they're all laughing. Like, oh, come on, seriously, what are you going to do? Like this typical uh, Filipino parents. Like, 
Anong gagawin mo doon? Sayang ang buhay yeah. mo doon. Right, right. You have right. this good job in the city, whatever. And then, why should I go? And then I showed my plane ticket. Like, I only have one-way ticket. I'm going <laughs> so there. So you did it, man. What? That's hardcore, dude. You did it at what, 20, 24, 25? Uh, I guess 25, yeah, something like that. Oh, I gave up my work, all of my... I had multiple of work in Manila before. And then I gave up everything because... Yeah, so but yeah, because you just you couldn't hang. So so I mean, not couldn't hang, but just didn't want to deal with that shit. So where did you meet Ruth? Ruth, were you vacationing in Shergao? Is that how you met each other, or were you yeah, in the Philippines yes. prior? So I'd been I had been living in London, and then my visa finished for London, so I was like, eh, I don't want to go back home. I'm just gonna go traveling. Went nice. traveling, got to Bali, kept hearing about Shergao, and I was like, well, I need to go to this place, and then mm. went there, and then obviously we met there in 2018. Okay, so the, the million peso question, and this is pun intended, right, is how the fuck do you guys afford all of this? How, do, how does a 25-year-old go, you know what, I'm out of here, forget the corporate life, because that shit costs money. Now, you're not, I'm not sure if you're Andy Eigenman or not, but Andy Eigenman was able to amass a, probably a couple million bucks yeah. and decide to go to the island and just do that. How do you guys afford just, and, and Ruth, likewise, right, just I'm in London, fuck it. I saw, I saw Shargao in a YouTube video. I'm on my way. You know, like, how do you do that for four years? <laughs> for, well, years. Uh, yeah, for me, that time, I, I don't, yeah, I don't have money. Uh, I'm actually, that time, I'm not really focusing myself to money. <laughs> like, fuck that money. I, I know the importance of money for every one of us right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. And then, by, but... By the time I met a lot of people, it's also happening in my life wherein I have money, but I'm not happy. So what's the point of money? And then I guess by changing my environment, the way I live, I guess it can be the solution to my problem. Yeah. Right. And when you got to Chicago, you yeah. just like started with like the most basic job basic. and then just like Kubo. kept evolving. Yeah. Like, and then you ended up being a tour guide and earning yeah. pretty good money. Okay. So, so you're, you doing, just, you're doing okay financially? I, I mean... Gosh, I, I, it's all relative, right? When you say, are you doing okay financially? But your, your three meals a day, your plane ticket whenever yeah. you want to go, house might not be a mansion, but it's good enough to get by. Shit, you're on the beach anyway. It's beautiful. Is it that kind yeah. of lifestyle? That, yeah. yeah. Okay. And still, like, we're able, I work online as well, so I'm able to do that from our place in Chagao. And yeah. And most of my friends, especially in Manila, they were thinking that my life is a YOLO life. Like, <laughs> right, right. But the time I was like, I saw the simple life of people in the province. And then that time, Shergao is not famous. There's, I guess, that time, uh, flights were so expensive. Nobody <laughs> wants to go in Shergao because it's part of Mindanao. Terrorist, right, 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 right. Like Muslim. So, a uh, job, especially job in Chagao, uh, I just want to uh, correct the thinking of Filipinos who lives in the city wherein their main answer when you said Chagao or province, magsasaka, mangingisda, which is, well, yes. Well, J- Jasmine, Curtis, Jasmine Curtis fucked that up when she came up with that movie, Chagao, right? It was yeah. or something like that. There was, a, there was a big movie that came out, Chagao, and I think, yeah. I think that may have ruined it for Chagao because <laughs> all of a sudden a bunch of people, which, which is a good thing. Might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. You know, I, again, I've never been there. Um, it's one of the oh. kind of places, the few places that I've not been yeah, to Philippines. But, so, so anyway, listen, this is fascinating, right? Yeah. But 
you did reach out because there is a crossroads that the, you two guys have kind of found yes. yourself, and you want, I guess, my take, which. I'll tell you honestly, I'm the city guy, okay? And maybe this is a good thing. Maybe this is a good thing to get a different kind of perspective. Or I don't know if you guys have been listening to the show for a long time and you trust my yeah. opinion. I, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, that has brought you here. But um, I'm Mr. City Guy. And I can, I can understand the people like you who go, well, you yeah. know, I've got money, but I'm not happy. I can understand that there are some of you out there but you're clearly in the minority. Um, that's not a bad thing. And the fact that you've made it work out for yourself is incredible. I don't think a lot of people maybe get to do this as well as you guys yeah. have been doing this. But maybe you will be able to tell me, though, I'm wrong a little bit later. Let's get to your question, though. What's the yeah. deal? Why, why, why are you guys here tonight? Mm, so we, like, we've been together for a while now. And we're like, hey, we're 29. We should probably have a bit more of a stable <laughs> lifestyle than what we do now because Chagall is very much a party place. And we're like, well, yeah, we should yeah. probably get a bit more settled. Yeah. But then, like, we're both like, New Zealand's awesome, the Philippines is awesome. And we're like, where the hell do we live? Like, both have got pros and cons. And yeah. so we're so intrigued. Like, obviously, you live in the U.S., but then you're also Filipino. So, like, you right. know the difference between, like, the two countries and what, each can offer in like terms of like a Western country versus Filipino country. And we're just like, we don't know what to do. <laughs> so you're deciding with you two. It's funny because my next call immediately after you guys, and this is not planned whatsoever. It legitimately <laughs> has fallen in this place is a couple. And I'm looking at their name right now. They're coming up here in about 30 minutes, which is 48 minutes for you guys. There was some stupid shit. <laughs> but it's also a couple from the UK, just like you guys. Oh. Uh, a couple oh, yeah. who wants to know where we're going to live. And I don't know <laughs> why this has come to this in terms of this episode being this way where I have I rarely ever have a couple on the show simultaneously. If you guys know the show, it's, it's always single people. This right? is the couple day. Yeah, today's the couple day. And it's the same fucking question. It's like, okay, we live in the UK, but we want to leave. Like, where are we going to go? And it's like, wow, that's so interesting that the two couples have found themselves here. Now, Ruth, did I hear it right? You're picking between... New Zealand and Philippines, right? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and Philippines, clearly, there's a difference between going back to Chargao or heading to Manila. Yeah. So when you say Philippines, what are we working with here? More island life. Island. Definitely, definitely not life. Manila. Yeah. Like maybe Chargao, maybe somewhere similar, but not Manila. <laughs> okay. And then when you yeah. say New Zealand, what are we looking at? Is it, is it Wellington, Auckland, Christchurch? I mean, it could be Auckland. I grew up in Auckland, but I gotcha. think more likely a smaller beach town. So still like a surfy kind of vibe. Okay. So you're, you're going to try to get what you have right now, but why then... Okay, so yeah, so I see what you're saying. You guys are still want to have that beach lifestyle away from the congestion. Yeah. You're now picking between your home countries. It, it's now Philippines yeah. versus New Zealand. Okay, so yeah. what are the pros and the cons that you guys have thrown out for yourselves regarding the two countries? Good question. Oh. Philippines, this is mine. If you, you can add yours. But Philippines, like... We don't have to work so hard. It's not like the nine to five grind. Like yeah. everyone's not just focused on money and trying to like you know excel career wise. Yep. And it's just like such a chilled, beautiful beach life. Everyone's so happy. Like life is so simple. Yeah. Yeah. But then the things the things that New Zealand has is like obviously you can do better. Well, I think you can do it anywhere. But 
financially there's more opportunities let's say in New Zealand yeah. and yeah. like schooling system healthcare system all of those sorts of things like definitely better in New Zealand <laughs> right now are you guys and I hate to throw this if it becomes uncomfortable for a couple but are you guys planning to get married and have children oh that's a good question uh, uh, we're talking about having babies soon okay not really soon soon but like like in the nearest future not like yeah. in the, not this year but like that's why we need to figure out where we want to yeah I, I, like, I, yeah you have to think about it because yeah. the decision you're making right now these are not oh yeah let's go try it out for a little bit because if you end up buying a place then you're stuck yeah you getting a career exactly. you're kind of stuck i mean i know neil you've been able to go fuck this and head out right but yeah you can, do, you, yeah, you, yeah, you can do that at 25, right? When you're yeah. in your 30s, not, not as easy anymore. Um, okay, okay. so Neil, what do you like about the Philippines? What do you like about New Zealand in terms of, okay, I'm going to take this one over the other? Uh, like, I know like uh, as Filipino, it's a uh, part of being Filipino that we're really close to our family. Valenzuela's but... a shithole. Sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I live nearby, man. I grew up nearby. Yeah, yeah, Not a I fan. Heard, okay. I heard you, yeah. you, you were in Bulacan before. Yeah, I grew up in Bulacan. Shithole. Trust me. So, yeah, as much as you want to be next to your family, you're not going to be with your family because you're going to be in the yeah. islands, right? Yeah. So, but I get and, it. And then, yeah, being in the island, I was working maybe maximum of three days in a week or sometimes two or if I don't have to work or... But I have two job in the island, so I have morning job and then the night job, yeah. which is I do uh, painting in the island, like street art or mural. Yeah. So it's really hard to remove in my life, wherein I am the boss of my own life. Sure. Like I'm, I'm working for my own decision every day, and then yeah, to live in like a simple life, to be at the beach, nature, connected to these local people. Like, it's really hard to give up that one. But I know that if we're going or if we're moving in New Zealand, being practical, life is better. You can have a right. better right. future. Right. Healthcare, yeah. uh, like you yeah, said, a little true. financial stuff, those, those kind of real life stuff. Okay, yeah. so, so here's the what, opportunities. <laughs> right, opportunities. Stuff like, so here, here's what I'm going to say, right? Um, what I like about the Philippines for you guys is that you've proven it. Okay, you've done it. And, yeah. and and what that's that's kind of a relief knowing that it can be done. Now, Ruth, you're from New Zealand. You grew up there, so you generally you probably have a positive outlook. Like, yeah, no, we but we can do it here too. But in the end, you still haven't, right? You know, the Philippines is a proven commodity, right? Yeah. Um, number two, the distance. When you're in the Philippines, if you want to travel, shit is cheap. Places are near ish. When you're in Z yeah. New Zealand, you're about as far as you can be from anywhere else. <laughs> you're like on right? the moon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to go to Australia, let's fine, let's go Australia. But you want to go anywhere else, you're talking legit distance. And legit distance comes with legit cost. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I know you, you guys seem to be the type that can make lemonade out of lemons or make beautiful things yeah. out of simple uh, amounts or maybe not to you don't have to stay in the five-star hotels and like you know that that's, yep, that's yeah, but that's a simple life right but that plane ticket is going to be brutal and <laughs> and if you need to travel two three four times a year which maybe 
that's the kind of couple you are, that's going to rack up a, a, a legitimate amount. There's not going to be the weekend trip. You know, it's not like, oh, hey, let's go to Cambodia for the weekend. You could do that when you live yeah. in the Philippines. You can't do that when you yeah. live in New Zealand. You actually have to take time off from work, and that stuff is not – That there's a finite amount of days that you can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, that's why I like the Philippines. It's proven, it's close, and it's still – within what you guys love doing and then if you have kids and all of that stuff then that becomes a problem because i'm not sure raising children in shargao is or something like that is solid because of say the educational uh quality the healthcare quality the political instability which obviously Mm -hmm. we have um so that's the argument, I think, for New Zealand. And what's nice, I think, about New Zealand, I lived in Australia, and I, I'm not, I know they're yeah. com- two completely different countries, right? But I didn't, live, <laughs> I didn't live in Sydney. You know, I lived in Brisbane, kind of close to um, the Sunshine Coast, you know, stuff like that. Nah. And, and you can still do the beach life minus the congestion, minus yeah. the corporate struggle of the everyday, you know, mm. this and that. you can still kind of have both and that's why i like the new zealand uh option for you guys is because it's high high standard of living but you can still be chill you don't meet a lot of new zealanders who are into wall street or like you know super like you know you don't you don't meet a lot of those guys they all tend to be stephen adams who's kind of cool yeah yeah fuck it yeah whatever fuck it i made hundred million dollars whatever fuck it you know it's it's i i and for that i might lean a little bit towards the New Zealand. And to kind of almost be counterproductive with, with my first point that, oh, you've been to the Philippines, you've lived there, you know you can do it. It also could be turned the other way around. You've already done that. So why don't we try mm. something new? Yeah. Um, all of this, honestly, in my opinion, all of this comes boils down to this. Are you guys going to settle down? Are you guys going to settle down you're going to have kids? If you are, it's New Zealand. If it's not yet... If it's not for another 10 years, then shit, you know, head back to the Philippines or somewhere even different in Nepal or in fucking wherever. Do it for two, <laughs> do it for two or three years. Rent and, and maximize your youth because in the end, you still are quite young. You're not stupid young. You're not reckless young. But maybe this you have one last go, one last hurrah, you know, as they say. One last all right, you know, hey, Ruth, hey, Neil, yes, babe, yes, sweetheart, let's just, <laughs> let, let's go to, you know, let's go to the Arctic and let's see, you know, or let's go, yeah, let's go to fill in the blank and let's do it for two years and then we settle down because you have that buffer space to do it one more time. Um, and I like that as well. So I'm, I'm not really making a lot of clear decisions here Obviously, I'm not supposed to because this is your life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I also just want to make sure that when you say Philippines or New Zealand, because we're starting to get old or we're starting to get to that point, I'm just going to reassure you, you might have two years of let's just do one more thing before mm. all of that happens. Um, I don't know how you feel about that option. If that's completely out of the table, if you can't afford it, that's... Totally cool too. I guess that's what we were kind of doing now. Obviously, yeah. Corona got in the way, but yeah, we were yeah. like, let's just go traveling until we have to settle down. Until yeah. the work visa gets approved for New Zealand, we'll decide let's just go on an adventure. 
Yeah. Okay. So we're, right, but but it's not moving. It's it's just traveling, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So your 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 heart is set then. If once you get the visa, or I'm assuming once Neil gets the visa, because you're mm. New Zealander, <laughs> uh, yeah. once he gets the visa, then okay, it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we're talking this morning yeah. about let's work first in New Zealand for like two years, save some money, and then reassess. Reassess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe okay. let's go back in Philippines, buy a small property or rent a property, and then let's see. So mm-hmm. we have. Well, the advantage is you're going to have a two home, like two house. Like you have yeah. Philippines, you have New Zealand. Yeah, and, and that would be the dream. I, I just think. I just think. <laughs> By default, you guys are not the type to to be stuck in one place anyway. This is not the end of your lives, right? Yeah. Um, so to play it safe, then fine. I, I I would do the New Zealand first, maximize that opportunity, the visa, the ability to earn a little bit more, and then put a lot of that away every month for mm-hmm. your beach home that you're going to buy at some point, wherever that may be, Philippines or yeah. wherever, you know, put, have mm-hmm. that beach home fund that is going to be there for you guys to just really commit to. And then boom, before you know it, right? Yeah. Two years, you're 31 years old, two years, three years. Maybe, <laughs> it's, maybe it's just enough to get that place. And when you get that place at that age where you're at, dude, that's, that's, again, that's you're, 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 you're going to be the, the subject of envy amongst your friends um, Neil in Valenzuela and uh, and Ruth, you're gonna get still that you know that zest and life that you kind of crave for, which is yeah, travel, get out, hit the beach, live by the beach, you know, simplicity. But yeah, mostly our friends on like the same age with us, <laughs> like around uh, twenty nine, thirty above. Yeah, they're all. Um, making babies yeah and then us like we're trying to imagine observe our lifestyle like uh what are we doing why our (laughs) friends are getting married having baby you know a lot of people a lot of people go through that and i you can see it it's trendy right uh whether it's Mm. in showbiz or whether it's in just yeah your friends and stuff once one has one another has one another has one and everybody starts thinking about it right Mm. um i think that's normal and that's just kind of a part of life uh the good thing is like uh, our friends, we saw them. They're stuck in their house with family. I love family, like being Filipino, seeing the family. You're so close to your family. That's so cute. There's nothing wrong about it. And then at the same time, we're still enjoying our life, like YOLO life. <laughs> like let's travel, the freedom. We're s- even though we're 29, let's just keep traveling, do whatever we want. And then like you only you only have one life, so just live the best life that you can have in your life. Neil, you're 100% right. The, the thing yeah. is, though, and, and not that but, okay, but the, in addition <laughs> to, right, there is a different thrill when you have kids if it's for yes. you. If it's for you, okay? If that's something your friends have wanted, I'm telling you, no matter how much it looks like they're stuck in their world and things have really slowed down for them and it looks like they're not having the time of their lives, yeah. I, I have to give you my personal testimonial. I'm having the time of my life being stuck with my kids, <laughs> you know, and my family. Like you, I've traveled rather extensively. Um, 
And I've been able to just get up and go, fuck it, I'm going. I'm, I'm just going to head over there and I'm going to do that. In fact, me being in the U.S. right now was a fuck it. I'm just going to go over <laughs> here, right? I did that. And look, seven years later, which was supposed to be six months. I mean, I told I told my job, you know, my, the TV network, the radio network, I'm going to be gone for six months. The most I'll be gone is a year. I'm just going to take a breather, you know, shit, crazy shit in Manila. I'm going to head over there. And I'm just going to do it. And I, I, I was picking between the U.S. and I was, I was pick, took, picking between Paris and New York. And I ultimately went with New York because of the sports. I, I'll be able to watch, you know, basketball games and baseball games. Mm-hmm. And, so, yeah, let's just do that. And we end up in New York. And boom, look at that. I mean, seven years later, I have Chopper. We've got the kids. And, yes, we don't get to do the things we used to do when we were yeah. single. But I, I got to tell you, I love every fucking waking minute of this life. So <laughs> it, it, it can happen to you where you might not think you're maximizing all this free time and, and fun and, and experience. And then all of a sudden, boom, you settle down, the kids come in, and it's a completely different high. It, mm-hmm. it, th- th- that's totally possible, right? Um, yeah. But, 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 but again, let me just get back to it. You're 29. You're both 29. So you still yep. have... A couple of years of YOLO before yeah. you even have to start thinking about this stuff. No, no matter what the fuck yeah. your friends are doing. Like, <laughs> yeah. re- honestly, no matter what like, the fuck they're doing. So, so let, let me ask. Well, let me just add one more thing. Then, <laughs> the have a no, the bucket list by definition is shit you want to do before you die, right? But if, yeah. if, if you if you can kind of alter the bucket list and stuff, just like we, we need to do these things before. We actually slow down, not stop. I don't think you'll ever stop. But before we slow down, let's knock out these things. Now, it could be what you're doing right now, India, Nepal, and, you know, countries in that area. Or there might be one or two things there that you have an an itch that you haven't scratched yet that I would knock out while waiting for the, um, the visa. Yes, coronavirus is a massive problem to the rest of your year plans. Um, but I don't know, man, I, we may never get a vaccine for this virus and we may, yeah. it might be, take, it might take a long time before we get treatment. Yes, so or maybe until the end of the yeah. year. So <laughs> if that fucks up your travel plans, at least you have something to blame it on and not your own. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you can say, Hey, we wanted to do it, but fucking coronavirus fucked us. <laughs> like th- th- That's another kind of good way to look at it. So. It's true. I like the. I like that. Like two bucket lists. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Just, just maybe because you have time. The, yeah. the only, the only problem is we have this virus, and that. Might, <laughs> and then it might really truly be a bucket list. You fucking do all these things, and you get sick and you get killed, right? So you, you want to play it. You want to play it safe. New Zealand, I think, has been awesome regarding their response to this virus. So, yeah. go home, go to New Zealand, establish yourself. A vaccine comes out or a treatment comes out, and then you can start kind of going back and, and knocking out some of this shit. That's true. Uh, yeah. And then actually we have the choice to maybe go go back in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I would do. I mean, I, I would go yeah. there, and, and while all this thing in the world is happening right now, what? yeah, start, start, start yeah. building a foundation there. Start earning, start putting stuff away, and then when the world is a little bit of, bit of a safer place, and that could be as soon as a year from now, um, 
you know, I'm assuming you guys don't have kids yet. You're still kind of, you know, making your way right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Have one, one big time vacation again, one big time, nice. three month or four month or, and then come home and, and do the family shit. If that's, if that's in the plans. That's a good idea. I like your idea. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know you guys, so I, I, I don't. Sometimes I don't know if the things that come out of my mouth is, is relevant to your lives. But mm-hmm. uh, in 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 the you know twenty minutes that we've been talking, if we can brainstorm, for me, yeah. brainstorm. For let's me, brainstorm. I love, yeah, I love uh, listening to your show and the good times. Like since we started traveling India and Nepal, I'm just like listening all day <laughs> in your podcast in Manila. When I was in working in Manila, I love listening every morning to your oh, show thanks. as well. Thanks. All right. Well, Ruth, yeah. I, I hope you enjoy it too. I know sometimes the people speak in Filipino. I'm not sure if you've picked it up already. Uh, <laughs> she knows a little bit. A little bit? A, a little bit. But I do. He often plays it when we're making dinner and things. So I yeah. have listened plenty of times as well. And it was very right. entertaining. Okay. Well, yeah. And you guys don't have to agree with everything I say, obviously. Not, not a lot of people do. But um, I'm glad that you take the time to listen and you know learn a little bit about, I guess, our culture, uh, Ruth, from these people who are calling about gangbangs on tinder so it's just simple simple filipino threesomes no 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 no, no, no issue here uh but but i'm glad to have met you guys be safe there in kathmandu uh i envy the life that you guys have been able to make for yourself even though honestly like i said i'm the city guy i can't help but applaud what you've been able to do with just you know like just this kind of crazy-ish decision to just leave it all, yeah. and, and the fact that you've got <laughs> well, yeah. the fact that you've gotten where you are, man. That's that's you are a uh, you know you're 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 successful. That's all I'll say. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was we're trying to uh, to help our friends to be positive. Like, just do it. Just do it. Like, don't be afraid of the unknown. Just keep on trying. I went to a dark life and then now just because of trying every single day then this can be your life as well I don't know man Neil I'll be be honest man I I don't know (laughs) and it has nothing to do with me loving congestion I maybe I've watched enough movies where the person's like okay let's go on a safari and they fucking end up in jail (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I would be terrified number one and number two I don't want to. S- I don't want to say that that we can all be where you are. I I, I think, yeah. I think what you did is like opening up your own business, which is mostly most of them fail, and sometimes mm-hmm. people become millionaires with something small. And I think you've made mm-hmm. maybe you've, you the both of you have been a little bit of a millionaire in life, and that you've been able to do something and take a risk and have it work out. I'm not sure. I can tell my friends, hey, you guys can do this too, just like Neil and Ruth here, and everything's going to be great. <laughs> and I, I, I just have a feeling uh, the majority of them will crash and fail. I uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it depends on the person and their mindset. Like yeah. it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not for everybody, it, for sure. It, no, but Ruth, I think a lot of Filipinos would love what you're doing. I think a lot of people, come on, mm-hmm. think about it. What you do? I, I've, I've, I've only known you guys for X amount of minutes, right? And in that time, mm-hmm. I've heard, oh, yeah, well, my life was kind of complicated in Manila. I said, <laughs> I said Valenzuela shit. Uh, yeah. I hate the corporate <laughs> life. I'm not happy even though I have money. And I left and life is great now. 
do, do you know how hard that is to pull off? It is. <laughs> no matter how maybe it wasn't so hard for you, I'm just not quite sure it's as easy as it may appear right now. And it has nothing to do yeah, with it has nothing to do with oh I like the city. It, it has everything to do with really. You're just gonna get up at 25 years old and go to the beach and then fucking just hang out at the beach and then end up in Nepal. I, um, yeah. It was no, no. scary. It was scary to restart your life, but yeah. Paid off for you. Yeah, yeah. But what, 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 okay, so you were saying that you're into painting or doing artwork and stuff. See, yeah. maybe because you're really talented. Because you can't come and say, "Oh, hey, call center guy." Yeah, what do what do you? What do you do? You hate your job? Yeah, come on, let's go to the beach and fucking live here. And when they get there, they're like, okay, yeah. well, I don't know anything, though. Like, I don't know how to get by. <laughs> and they'll fail. Like, there yeah. is, the, you know, the, this life that you've chosen, sometimes the most artistic, creative people do well here, right? Because yeah. they, they make things out of sometimes what looks like nothing. And if you don't but, yeah. have that creativity innately in you, dude, you're going to fucking fail. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here, in, when we're in India and here in Nepal, all of the work that I did, like in terms of art, it's not paid. Everything is volunteer work. No, no, no. Right, right. No, I, I, I don't mean it in a financial. I mean it that yeah. your skill set, you're a creative person, okay? And because creative people can make things out of what seems like raw materials or, or maybe sometimes even nothing, and they're able to create stuff. It's that skill set that makes people succeed in this massive lifestyle change that you've had. If you're not a creative person, I'm not 100% sure you can pull this off. Not you, huh? I'm talking about the people out there listening who goes, oh, I want to be like Neil, I want to just live on the beach. Well, yeah, well, (laughs) what if you don't have that skill set, that creativity to make things out of sometimes what feels like nothing? I don't know, I... I just don't want you to encourage all the people to move to the beach and put your walana sa pera or mama mama tay lang sila. Shagawa's busy busy enough already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, you okay. don't need right. any people from Manila. No, 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 no. <laughs> because you're living the dream, dude. You are. I think you are. Yeah. I really, really do. And there are people listening to the show that's like, fuck, man, let's do that. Let's do it. And I'm telling you right now, okay, well, maybe not. Maybe Neil and Ruth were able to do it. And I, I, I don't want to be the, ba- the bearer of bad news or the guy that pops the balloon. I try to be as positive as, as as possible. You guys know that. I always try to look for the bright side. Yeah. But dude, you guys are you guys <laughs> you guys have hit the lottery here. I think. I think. I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah, and and the lottery is hard to win, but people win it. It's just hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. All right. Well, anyway. Well, yeah. Not everyone can win, but yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I'm jealous. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm jealous. <laughs> But I, but it is it is nice to have met you both, and I am hoping to hear from you guys again and tell me where life has taken you whenever life takes you. Uh, <laughs> be safe, enjoy the rest of your time there. I I don't know, uh, you know how bad it is over there in in Kathmandu, but um, you know take the precautions so you can continue to live this pretty amazing life. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mo. We cool. will. All right, all right, and then and then yeah, when you give up the good work, bro. Yeah, and then when you get the kids and all that stuff, and you settle down, and I, I want to see yeah, you. With the, we're going to see, call you again. Yeah, I want to see you with your dad bod, and you're like, you know, just pissed <laughs> off at everybody. You know, I I would love to see that. But yeah, yeah, call me again. Let me know yeah. anytime. Yeah. 
Yeah, anytime. Okay. I'll go right. to message you now. Sounds good. This is my number, by the way, so you can message me anytime here. Yeah. Okay. All right? Okay. okay. Thank you so much, Thanks, Mo. Ruth. Thanks, Neil. All right, bye. Enjoy. Bye, yeah. bye, guys. Bye. I enjoyed that call, and I am going to reiterate that as awesome as that sounds like it's working out, what are the chances that that can happen to you? What are the chances you're listening right now? Because I should. I know you guys are. I know you're like thinking about, fuck, man, once this ECQ comes, goes back and life is normal, it's going to take me three hours to get home from Cavite to, you know, to Cavite from Makati. And I don't want this shit. Did he say Shargao? And I could just paint and just kind of fucking hang out, meet a beautiful girl from New Zealand. And then just go to India whenever the fuck we want. Yeah, you know, I think I like that life. Man, that's... How do you do that? How do you do that? I'm so happy for them, but I cannot... I cannot endorse that just YOLO way of going about it. I, I can't, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's easier. I'm just paranoid. We'll take a break when we come back. Yeah, we have another one of these. This time it's a couple in the UK who uh, wants to know what country they should end up moving to. And it could be a completely different scenario with them having kids or whatnot. Who knows where they are in their life. And I'm pretty interested to talk to them. So we'll talk to them right after this commercial break. You're listening to Good Times and Mode, the podcast, Season 7, Episode number 42, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Back after this, don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Hey, good timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV. But all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones. And Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. 
Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. And we're getting ready to wrap this one up. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season 7, episode number 42. Brought to you by Sharp Philippines on this Monday. I want to thank you guys for listening to the show, spreading the word, telling your friends, having uh, people download this from all around the world. Today is an example of how far this show actually goes in terms of countries and borders and just making those things even disappear hearing from filipinos all over the world and even sometimes non-filipinos who listen to the show so i think this is really is truly a one-of-a-kind podcast whether it be by philippine standards or even global standards i don't know if there is another show out there that interacts with so many different people from so many different places as much as this show does. And I really, really want to thank you guys who call and who download and who share your lives and who, again, interact any way you can. I, I really am so proud of this project. Uh, and a lot of that really has to do with the range and how far, how far and out and about you guys are listening to the show wherever you are. So let's do it. Let's do another country, a different country, uh, here for our final call. Next call. This is Luca and Patricia from London, England. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Hi, Mo. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, uh, Patricia. Uh, Luca, my favorite. What's up, brother? You can dance, right? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, we're, I'm, I'm doing great. Now, uh, Patricia, we know you here on the show. You've called quite a few times uh, through mm-hmm. the years. In fact, okay. I think I, th- I I honestly think you are. And sorry, Luca. When I think about <laughs> all of the staff members that, and I probably told you this last time, when I think about all of the staff members we've had on the show, that means all the way from NMF, like Pico, and all of that stuff all the way to the TV5 guys, you, I think, informally were voted as the best-looking caller we've ever had. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all had crushes on you. Like, I remember the staff members would kind of screenshot your picture and then just kind of leave it in the background of the desktop. Like, you are, you are by That's far... That's hilarious. Yeah, you are That's by far crush nang bayan ng show. <laughs> yeah it's 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 and and I, that's why that's why when you told me i didn't know you were going to be on the show i was I, actually oh, i was only messaging luca about you guys coming in and just a few minutes ago right before we went on air and you're like hey it's me remember me i called a couple times and the moment you said it, i was like i know exactly who you are <laughs> why do i know it because all of the staff members on this show have stalked you for years um oh no yeah, and you and you've called the show complaining about Luca, I think, a couple times as well. So, so yes, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, so now you guys are a couple. Everything is good. It's it's nice to hear that. What what's what's the deal here? I, I obviously I know what the question is because I kind of talked about it with our last couple. But who wants to, I guess, lead this conversation from the both of you? Go on, Jess. Go on, Jess. Go for it. Oh, you said my name. That's fine, <laughs> Luca. Jess is all same shit. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's just that the past few days, obviously, um, we're stuck um, working from home and see there's been a lot of thoughts about, you know, what if we actually consider, uh, say, for example, working to another country, like in America, for example. 
and we were actually um, doing a lot of research, you know, moving to um, either California, San Francisco, or LA, or it could be Vegas even. And I guess we don't really have much questions about it. I guess we just want to know your thoughts about it. I mean, given that you do live there. Moving to the US. Okay, so... This is this is a this is a bit tougher than say the last one, uh, and and I know you guys don't know what I'm talking about with the last one, but they they were deciding between Philippines and New Zealand, uh, because one was Filipino and was one was New Zealander. You guys are thinking of going from the UK to the US, and my number one thing that pops in my mind right away is is this a I want to do what I don't have, like I want to experience what I don't have because. That could be a mistake. Like me, I'm here in the U.S. And if I had the opportunity to live in London, I would take it. Now, I'm not sure if my life would be better. But I think it's because, well, I'm, I have this. And I look at that. And I watch a show like Peaky Blinders, for example. And I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm sold. I'm heading over to the U.K. It's awesome. And then when I get there, I realize, wow, it's a culture shock. It sucks. And I hate it. There's always that worry when you British people come over here to the U.S. The U.S. globally, aside, aside from being a laughingstock because our president is such shit, globally is, is yeah. really appealing, right? Because all of these great movies and restaurants and sports and Luca and you know all of that's in the U.S. But then when you get here, it's nowhere near that reality. Now, I'm not sure if you've been to America. Um well, yeah, let me, let's start yeah, with that. Have, have you been to the U.S.? I've been there last year, yeah, just for two weeks, I think it was. Okay. Like in September. And then, and then, Pat, have you been here? I haven't been to the America, but I think it's just because of, in terms of um, salary-wise, um, we've just um, had a look on, you know, Google, done a bit of our, you know, bit of research in terms of just comparison of how much we would be earning over there compared to what we're earning now in the UK. Okay. So how do I say this? Americans are sh- fucking assholes. All right. That's the problem. It, it would be a great country if the people weren't so bratty and just dicks. Now you can, mm-hmm. you can almost get away with it by picking the right city. And I think of the ones you've thrown out, San Francisco is the answer. The problem with San Francisco is it's so goddamn expensive. And that while London is also expensive, I think San Francisco might be more. So any, I worry that the difference that you guys make in salary will be a wash in terms of how much it costs to live there. To live, yeah. Yeah, so then all of a sudden we're back to square one, which is, okay, well, why leave then if it's just going to be the same exact thing? So, so outside yeah, well, of salary, do you hate the UK? No, really. Go, go, go. Yeah, just weather-wise, really. Um, to be honest with you, there's honestly not much to do here on the weekends, um, especially if you live in, you know, a smaller city. If you don't live in in central London, um, right. there's really not much you can do. Um, you know, you can't really enjoy the beach and the the coast because the weather is yeah, it's fucking hot. gray all day. <laughs> exactly. Always rain. It's always cold. So So you've had an ass full of that. Well. 
Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty, yeah. Um, we've lived here for almost, I've lived here for 17 years. Yeah. Um, Luca for 15 years. So um, growing up, we've never, obviously never had a, it wasn't a choice. We didn't have a choice yeah, yeah. to live somewhere else because our parents brought us here. But um, I, we just feel like it's go, always going to be at the back of our mind of why we should have done this when we were in our 20s and we don't want to live in our 40s and regret. Yeah, no, and, 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 and Pat, listen, I've, told, I've said this through the years. If you get a chance to move abroad, you take the chance mm. and you want to do it not mm. when you're young because yeah. you can recover from mistakes. So yeah. clearly, I think we know where I'm going to go here. I'm going to go with, I love what you said. That's exactly what I did with my life. That's exactly what I tell everybody to do. Where you're going to make a mistake is what city you're going to choose. Because mm. in America, you cannot get any more different between the cities, between the states. And the, and the experience could be amazing to the absolute pits, all depending on what city you pick. So yeah. if San Francisco is something you guys can afford, I would encourage it. New York is another major, major city that I love. And it's within travel distance for you guys to go home if you ever fight that homesick this yeah. you know that you have because it's just yeah, yeah. somewhat you know i guess in airplanes terms down the street um yeah, yeah but outside of those two i'm not sure i can rec recommend another city that if you've never been here or if you only have limited mm -hmm. experience here that you're going to enjoy Las Vegas is great. Like we we like it, but it took a while to like it. It took Chopper was probably pissed off about the city for about a year and a half before we even started to be really? okay with it. And then to yeah. to go from okay with it to like it, maybe three years. This is not that great of a city, but you know we we ended up having friends. Our our house is nice, and you can buy a beautiful home here in Vegas. Beautiful home, and if you have the right amount of activities that you like, you can find it here. And this could be a really really like awesome place to live but it takes time new york is immediately yeah. amazing for me i loved it day one like day number one it's incredible but new york is very much like london except the people are kind of yeah. like they're fucking assholes so yeah so so sure. that nice little mix of i think all of it f you find in san francisco where the people are nice the activities are great the weather is not la but it's not London either. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's 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 it has history. It has f good food. A lot of Asians to make you feel at home and not like you're you know <laughs> get, you're not you're not getting a racist stare if maybe if you go to another city. I I love I love San Francisco. San Francisco. Yunga, mahal. It, it's so yeah. expensive. And, and then, and then to kind of one more thing. If you gave me the opportunity right now, and you said, "Hey, Mo, San Francisco, which I've never lived in before, and the United Kingdom," I would take the United mm -hmm. Kingdom as really? much as I love San Francisco. I've been <laughs> I've been to the UK enough to go, dude. This country's awesome. Now I know mm. I might fall under the because I'm never lived in Europe. I want to live in Europe, and you guys are fucking sick of Europe, and you want to live here. It could be that. It could be just, I want to see what Europe is like. Yeah. Mm. But mm. 
again, I know I'm so chatty and I'll get to you guys in a sec, but remember my, my, my kids are, uh, are European citizens, right? They're German citizens. And yeah. we keep it that way. We purposely not do not make them Americans because kind of what you said, Patricia, one day we don't want to regret not taking advantage of it. And we see ourselves mm-hmm. maybe one day moving to Europe. And I would be so mm-hmm. happy to do it. Man, I would be so thrilled to do it. Um, yeah. But you're 26, both of you. You have an itch that you want to scratch. I suggest you get your nails and you scratch the shit out of it. You just need to pick the right city. Yeah, yeah that's um, correct. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, babe. Um, Mo, if you don't mind me asking, why did you chose um, Las Vegas for you to settle down in America? Okay, so I chose New York initially, right? And it was, and I said this with the last caller. It was New York or Paris. Yeah, did I say it with the last car? I say it with you guys. Anyway, I think it was New York or Paris, and I decided on New York because of the sports. Right, I wanted to, well, I wanted to watch the Yankees, and I wanted to watch the Knicks, and I wanted to watch all these great sports. And then my father got sick, and my father was in the Philippines, and he got cancer, and we brought him from the Philippines to the U.S. for um, treatment, right? And we brought him to L.A., and he hated L.A. because the traffic was bad. And it was hard to get to the hospital. And I said, okay, well, where do you want to live? And he said, I want to live in Las Vegas. And I know nothing about Las Vegas, but he was my father, and he was sick. So I said, okay, we're packing up from New York, which I wish I could move back tomorrow if I could. We're packing, we're packing our shit up, and we're going to Las Vegas because I want to be there for my parents. I bought a house online without even seeing it, um, and it turned out to be kind of lucky. The house is beautiful. We paid a killer price for it. We have more room than we can fucking have activities to do. Like we have to turn bedrooms into rooms to do shit because there's so much yeah. space. And yeah. and again, like I said, it was a difficult though transition early on. Um, and then we then we had friends, and then friends and and Chopper's a much more friendly person than not. I'm not friendly. Just she's more machika, and I kind of yeah. just got used to that and then we made friends in new york honestly i lived in i lived on the corner of central park and 76th on the upper west side on the corner meaning central park is in front of our house and i rarely that's amazing yeah i rarely interacted with people we lived right in front of the museum and it was a beautiful beautiful place but i rarely interacted with people and it's only when i came here to vegas that i actually made friends and i found out what how much better life is when you have friends uh, even in Manila, yeah. not too many friends as well. I'm just not that kind of guy. But when I met them, life became so much more high quality here. And so so that's another aspect to do that. You're going to start from scratch, no matter what city you're in. And it's going to take time for you to acclimate because a social life needs friendship and, and stuff like that that makes it kind of cool. Um, so, th- so anyway, to answer your question, sorry to be so chatty, but that's why we picked Las Vegas. Uh I I would though move back to New York if I could, but you know we we, we have a house here. We it's our house now. We bought it. We're living in it. We're making upgrades to it. So, parang ito na you know. And we have kids. They go to yeah. school here. This is it, you know, for us. So you don't have that. Yeah, you don't have that problem. You're 26. So you can you can make mistakes, and and still be totally cool. Yeah. Well, that was the thing, because um, we, we were talking about it um, last night, and we said, what if, you know, if we do 
do this, go over there, get a job, earn money, save money. And then by the time when we want to settle down, you know, America could not be the place for us where we could, you know, raise a family. I mean, we could potentially move back here to the UK when the kids want to go to school, you know, if they're five and starting to go to the nursery or year one. I mean, you know, that is still possible. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like I said, and like you said, if you don't pull the trigger on this, mm-hmm. I don't want you to regret it massively later down the line. Yeah. Um, L.A. might be another really good option, weather-wise, Patricia, since you are in particular about the weather. If you want it warm, mm-hmm. it's warm there. Um, yeah. But neighborhood is so fucking important when it comes to uh-huh. L.A. Yeah. So what we can do, I, I mean, I know that this is a show and all that and and – you know, we, we, we've got you know, X amount of time and stuff. But I'm very familiar with Los Angeles. I grew up there as a child. My whole family lives there. My siblings live there. We're there constantly. Uh, if you want to mm-hmm. throw out even exact homes that you've seen at me, and I'll tell you where they are, um, if the neighborhoods are good, and if it's a place that I think you'll enjoy. I can do that yeah. more than any other city in the U.S. outside of New York and Las Vegas. I cannot give you top neighborhoods in San Francisco. I've only been, you know, we, we go there every year, but on vacation. In L.A., I know it like the back of my hand, as well, and, and I might even know it better than I know New York. So if you guys are thinking about L.A., then send me, dude, send me neighborhoods that you are looking at, and I'll tell you which ones are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones. If you're going to go to Vegas here because you want the space and you want like that weather as well because it's warm here and yeah you, you want comfort because the homes are huge right then yeah. tell me and i'll tell you where to live here new york same thing outside of those three cities though i'm not pretty confident and i can just tell you there's not any there's not a lot of other good alternatives <laughs> um that'd no, be amazing yeah no I'm- no offense texas texas i hear is fine uh, no offense, Seattle, Portland, I've heard is great. Denver, I've heard is great, but I can't recommend any of those places because, you know, I just don't know it enough. Yeah, no, that'd be really good help. Yeah, because um, we've looked at, I think LA and San Francisco are, um, have got, in terms of, you know, average, above average of our salary is, is pretty much the same. And I think Vegas is slightly lower, but it's definitely, you know, it's a double Oh, dude, yeah, no, listen, yeah, if, if, if Vegas is a slightly lower than Los Angeles and San Francisco, then Vegas is a legit option because the cost of living is way cheaper, way yeah. cheaper than LA and San Francisco. So if mm-hmm. you're, if you're going to take a hit salary wise, you are going to take a massive leap in quality of life though. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you guys do for a living? Well, um, I'm in, <laughs> go on. Yeah, yeah, go, uh... Oh, I'm a um, senior architectural designer. Okay, awesome. Wow, all right. Senior already on 26, lovely. Uh, and Luca, what do you do? Oh, I work in finance. I've done accounting and I'm doing funds at the moment. Yep. So AP yep. and A. Okay, yeah, no, again, dude, let's, let's start from here and communicate because I want to help you guys out. I want to make sure that you guys make the right choice. Uh, let's communicate further about places that you're looking at and then I'll give you my thoughts on them. 
Um, remember, though, I have a pretty high standard for <laughs> places, okay? Uh, when people ask me, hey, can you recommend a hotel or can you recommend a thing to do? When I tell them on Instagram, they go, fuck, that's expensive. Well, yeah, because I have a high standard. So <laughs> if, if, if I'm going to recommend something to you, it's not going to be shit, okay? And if it's too expensive, then go, hey, Mo, a little lower than that. Now, obviously, I'm not going to say, hey, yeah, move, move down the street from Kim Kardashian. But at the same time, I'm not going to lead you to a place that when you get there, you're like, okay, wow, um, we need to get a gun. You know, it, it's, it's going to be nice. Yeah. It's going to be nice without being unrealistic, expensive, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know, just because I get the messages all the time. Hey, we're going to the U.S. And then they're like, hey, can you recommend a place? I'm like, yeah, here, you can, you can stay at these five hotels. And they're like, whoa, that's like three times more than we thought we were going to spend. And when I hear that from them, I'm like, oh, then you're going to the hood. <laughs> because if you think that's three times more expensive than what you're willing to spend, you're going to end up in some pretty shitty places. So I'm not recommending yeah. shitty places, man. I tell you that. What places do you recommend then in, in Vegas? Like places oh, to, li to live and safe place to live. I, I mean, the top of the list is usually Summerlin. And Summerlin is, is, Summerlin. is, mm -hmm. is so it's summer, like the fucking season. And then L-I-N, like Jeremy Lin. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, that's pretty, that's a pretty good start to uh, where you might want to be. Uh, our gym is there. We bike there. It's beautiful. All the restaurants we like going to that are not on the strip are there. We, we tend to spend a considerable amount of time in Summerlin, and we live relatively close to it. But I did not know about it until I bought my house. And if we were going mm -hmm. to do it over again, we would definitely move to Summerlin mm -hmm. if we could have done it again. Right. Yeah. In yeah. fact, we, we still think about it now. Yeah. So... And then Los Angeles, I mean, my whole family lives in Calabasas, uh, funny enough, down the street from Kim Kardashian. But um, there are plenty, plenty of other neighborhoods there that are not stupid priced like Calabasas is. That's, mm. that's pretty high quality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy how expensive LA is. Yeah, <laughs> Look oh, at how, uh, you know, the price of a house is millions. Yeah, but San, two, three, San, four, five. San Francisco's worse, man. <laughs> San Francisco's really, yeah. really bad, too, though. Um, but if you guys are not planning to have kids or anything soon, I, w I would also consider New York, just because it's it's uh, it's, a, it's a good place for for two people, or one person, you know. But people are fucking assholes over there. But you know, it's okay. You guys, you guys are young. You'll you'll be able to handle your shit. I think. Anything else? Hopefully. Anything else? You guys good? Luca. Luca. Um, well, I'm thinking about um in terms of. Um, holidays in the US. I, know, I mean, I know that um, I think the standard holiday there is two weeks. Is that right? Generally, you, yeah. Generally, it's it's you, it's two weeks, but you can accumulate more depending on how long you've been with the company. Um, and then, of course, there are holidays, uh, literally yeah. holidays that you can kind of play around with and mix and match that can get you a little bit more time. Thanksgiving is a very popular uh, one because it's usually a couple of more days, and you know. Honestly, and this would be more timely with the COVID situation and, and whatnot, um, we don't know what the work life is going to be looking like yeah. in the next year, right? Uh, a lot of this can be work from home stuff. My wife works from home. In other words, we mm. take time yeah. off a lot. Like we can go to Hawaii for a week and not have to file leave 
at all for work because we just work from there. Diba? So yeah. Yeah. that's a very American thing, the work from home shit. I don't know if the UK <clears throat> has embraced it as quickly as other countries, but it's very much a reality here. And in fact, maybe you guys can get a job in LA, get that higher salary, but it both be online that you can then live in Las Vegas. And then if you need to go to LA for meetings or whatever, the flights yeah. are stupid cheap and it's only about an hour, yeah. you know? So that's a really kind of that's interesting <laughs> way to go about it, especially I expect the, the, the work from home or the online thing to really take yeah. off in the next year or maybe even the rest of this year. And if you can do that, man, there's no state tax here in Nevada yeah. as well. So it, it could exactly, work out yeah. it could work out beautifully for you guys if you can find companies yeah that are willing to do that. And remember now it doesn't even stop there. You can work in San Francisco, you can work even in New York, you work in other places if they're going to give yeah. you the the remote option. That's uh-huh. a really good option because that's what Chopper, my wife, was doing. She was working from New York, making a New York salary, but oh, living what, living wow. in Las Vegas. So she had it good, man, or she has that's it good. good. You know, she has it good. That's really good. Mm. But but you know, it, like I mean, in terms of like going on holiday or traveling locally in Las Vegas, I know. I mean, obviously, Las Vegas is in the middle of a desert, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so how do you feel about it? Um, there's, there's only so, there's not a lot of things to do in Las Vegas. However, um, it is really close to a lot of other places by flight. And again, you can drive to LA. That's not an issue, but we like to go to Mexico. It's really, really close. Hawaii is close. San Francisco is a close flight. Vancouver is a close flight. Um, it, it it has its pros and cons. It, it's not a yeah. it's not a shithole, but at the same time, New York is for me really an ideal situation because you can jump to Europe, you can go to Montreal, you can come down to say if you want the beaches, you can fly down to Miami or even further down south to the Caribbean. I like the East Coast a little bit more, um, but like the UK, it's not sunny all the time. <laughs> The winters yeah. are brutal. The winters are horrid. The rain is, is, is intense during the rainy season and you only get a certain amount of sunshine. In the east in the oh, west yeah. coast, in the west coast, it's sunny all the time. It's a different game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it never rains. It never rains. You can honestly count how many times it rains, maybe, you know, ten times a year, nine, eight, seven. I mean, really, really. You guys get more rain in a month than we do in a year. Easy. Yeah. Easy. So that's true. You know, that's that's something you might want to uh, think about. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Fine. All right. Well, hey, listen, you you have my number. You have my Instagram clearly, and uh, let's mm-hmm. just message and again throw me places, and I'll throw them right back at you and tell you what I think. That's really good help. Thank yeah. you, Mo. Yep. Okay. Thanks, cool. Mate. Appreciate thanks, thanks, brother. And when, when do you guys plan to do yeah. this? Is it next year or, or what? Well, definitely after COVID. So. After COVID, yeah. After COVID, I think, because yeah. um, we've got we've got money saved up, so it's you know it is there, and we just need to probably just pick up our feet and actually get on with you know I, get I mean, on with listen, it. Really. Yeah. Why not just throw out the throw out the applications and see what comes back? And and yeah. if something if something bites, then it can speed up this entire process, COVID or no COVID. I mean, it's not like you guys don't have COVID in London either. So it, it's it's <laughs> it's you know it's going to be everywhere and. Uh, throw out the applications and see and see what see what materializes. 
Great. Cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Fab. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Yep. Wow. This has been a different episode uh, when it comes to this, and, and I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a little bit of a change. We'll uh, wrap it up. We'll see you guys next episode here of the podcast. This has been Katanzen Mode Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 42, brought to you by Sharp Philippines, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. GTWN is brought to you by Sharp Philippines.